Welcome back to Total Party Kill. I'm Tony Sindelar, a dungeon master. Today is an auspicious day, an exciting day for the day on which we start a new mini adventure. We are starting another adventure from Sly Frost, wonderful collection of adventures known simply as Fantastic Adventures, a set of adventures you could buy. I totally recommend these if you, say, want to play some, uh, Dungeons and Dragons with your family, uh, or maybe some friends over a, a system like Roll20. They have put a lovely set of adventures together, and the adventure we are playing today, that we are starting today, is called The Crash Palace. And to play The Crash Palace, I have assembled a returning group of Total Party Kill mini-adventure players. Honestly, this is the best set of players that was available at this time. <laughs> <laughs> checks out uh joining us uh i will introduce them in an order that i am determining as i go not technically an order uh i will attempt to make sure that i introduce everyone and don't introduce anyone twice let me start by introducing uh erica ensign erica welcome back to total party kill Thank you. I'm excited to be here for my second mini adventure. I uh, I am continuing to play the same character as last time. I am Reed Quarrel Kilgariff, uh, a very, very tall human with this great big black cloak. You can barely even see her face. She's carrying a giant halberd. Uh, looks a little bit like a sickle. Uh, she's super, super goth and is a cleric to Kelimvor, the comforting god of death. She's super, super into like grave sites and stuff. So. Yep. We all knew someone like that in high school, if we were not that person. <laughs> um, <laughs> no comment. Yeah. Next up, it's Kathy Campbell. Hi, Kathy. Hello. I am playing Thamia. Uh, she is a Goliath fighter who just received a brand new, very fancy skull tattoo that's going to hopefully have some exciting properties Ooh, in a magic, battles. A magic skull tattoo. Yes. Very exciting. Uh, next up. It is an author, a podcaster, and a Dan. It's Dan Morin. Hello. <laughs> it's good to be back here in White Sparrow. I can't wait to find out about this hand. Mm -hmm. I am playing Cuerus, <laughs> a bard. A uh, bard. Who, a bard who is happy to be here on another adventure and has acquired a very fancy deck of cards. Oh, Juarez the Bard, or as established in first in the very first adventure he appeared in uh, many weeks, if not months ago, Q to his friends. No one ever calls him Q. <laughs> <laughs> I call him Q. Yeah, is that true? Okay, yeah, I don't true. think anyone else does. Um, We're the best friends. I don't. All right. Speaking <laughs> of friends, next up is Aline Sims. Hi, Aline. Hi, I play Lee, the Erigenasi monk. Um. Little unsteady on her feet, but she gets the job done. Yeah, can't can't t can't do much better than that. And last but certainly not least, another friend from far to the north. It is Annette Weirster. Hi, Annette. Welcome back. Hello, I'm playing Chomasa again, a red dragonborn ranger who bought a cloak of protection Ooh. over the last little stint of resting. So now I I have a whole extra armor class point. Exciting. So yes, some of our uh, really tough now. 
yeah, some, some of our mini-adventure characters have been hanging around for a while. Some of them have leveled up. Some of them have accrued enough money to go off and uh, go on various expeditions to uh, find some nice uh, magic items to help them out. But this may be the uh, the last adventure for some characters because, you know, the, the mini-adventures, they're, they're mini-adventures for mini-characters. You, you start at level 2, you can get to level 3. Level 4 is the ceiling, people. When you hit level 4, it's time to graduate, go off to do bigger and better things and make room for other characters to rotate in so what if i just is, get held back a little this is senior year for some people <laughs> um you have to go off to, I to repeat the third level so adventure you know. <laughs> co adventure college um so um yeah it's, and you know it's it, this may be the last adventure for some of these characters. Will be the last adventure because they will uh, become uh, a, a, an amazing level four adventure who go off into the greater world and not concern themselves with the going on of White Sparrow and why is there a hand? Or will it be the last adventure because they'll die? Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> if they do oh, die, right. it's completely natural. And <laughs> it's completely natural. <laughs> Be from natural occurrences, like yeah. you know, getting yeah. stabbed. I mean, yeah. dying in battle is really the best way to go. So if that happens, you can be assured that Reed Quarrel Kilgareff will attend to your your body and you know do all of the the correct and appropriate rites to set your soul to rest. I, I mm -hmm. give you that promise as a cleric yes. of Kellen. That's the Reed Quarrel guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> We're I'm very excited that if I am to die, I am surrounded by appropriate friends and, you know, someone who worships a, a professional. All, yeah. Yes, a professional. <laughs> someone who as is. opposed to the unprofessionals mm. that I almost died with. You know, me, yeah. you know, you're all just, uh, you're having a, a, a drink in the Ever Shady Tavern in White Sparrow, talking about your adventures, the good times, and you just get that sense that Reed Quarrel has already taken all of your measurements and knows what size coffin is necessary. <laughs> so, Halfway so, through each of our obituaries. Perhaps, yeah. like, I've got, I've got your tombstones sort of, like, mm -hmm. laid out, the shape, yeah. the size, the font. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How many yeah. how many death's heads you want, how many cherubs, yeah, you, you're just... You know, yeah. you're ready to go. Uh, and so you're, you know, a nice scenic uh, midday uh, uh, beverage is interrupted at the Ever Shady Tavern, as seems to happen at the start of many an adventure <laughs> here in White Sparrow from a cry uh, from a, a, it sounds like a human uh, screaming out in terror from not too far outside. Ah, must Shady be Tavern. Sunday. <laughs> oh, look at that. Shall we find out what happened? Uh, yeah. Yes. If we went up running go. off every time somebody outside was screaming in terror, we would never finish our drinks. <laughs> it's true, and but so let's take don't. our drinks with us. <laughs> oh, now I like uh, the way you think, Thamia. Yes. Now that we have reached beyond the halfway point in the mini adventures, uh, the Ever Shady Tavern has been outfitted with to-go cups Ooh. for all the <laughs> adventures. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you stream out into the uh, the street outside the Ever Shady Tavern as several peasants and farmers uh, try and squeeze past you, taking cover inside the tavern because there is a strange scene happening on this otherwise serene uh, midday uh, here in White Sparrow. Uh, there is a very strange-looking man kind of staggering down the street here in front of the shops and the markets. Um, he is he is extremely pale looking and in fact seems to have kind of wings uh but he is badly injured i'm going to share an image uh with our players and they will describe it to our listeners 
Oh. First of all, it's an angel. ripped. Yes. Ah. Yeah. It's <laughs> very clear. handsome. Yes. Uh, so a strange creature uh, staggering uh, down the, uh, the, the, the street. He has a huge feathered, massive wings. He's very muscular looking, very pale. His eyes kind of strange. Uh, his wings both look badly damaged. He, he's, he seems to have several wounds. And flapping around in the air around him are three creatures. They kind of look, I'm just going to say impish. Is that, is that, is that fair? Sure. Uh, and mm-hmm. that they might, uh, literally be made out of fire now the last time chomasa and i ran into an angel it turned out to not be an angel it was actually a demon Mm. um yes but it was a pretty friendly demon so i'm still all for helping this this fellow out regardless Mm -hmm. so i've put you on the map as a reminder the white sparrow uh town map is you know theater of the mind it's not to scale so you see there's a uh, a creature with wings here uh not doing so great and um three little flappy fire fire creatures uh chasing after him um i'm gonna suggest that you roll initiative because i am rolling initiative for the bad guys <laughs> so <laughs> you always have a choice you don't have to roll initiative um all right, so all of you have rolled initiative. Our winged creatures, one of them somewhat angelic looking, three of them very fiery looking, have rolled initiative as well. The order is Chomasa, Lee, Reed Quarrel, Thamia, uh, the solitary damaged winged creature, Q, Waris, Abard, and bringing up the rear, the three flappy fire creatures. Chomasa, you are first. Okay, so these winged creatures are, like, in the air too far for my short sword, I'm assuming. Um, you know, they're actually, they, they're kind of, it seems like they're trying to harass this, uh, or, or they've, they're pursuing and fighting this, uh, uh, this winged creature that's badly injured. I need to come up with better words than winged creatures. There is a winged creature fighting a winged <laughs> creature, people. Uh, who, who's on first? Um, and that creature, so the uh, the somewhat angelic looking creature is badly injured and not flying. So they're they're flapping around at, at at that creature. So I would say that they are they're fair game for uh, somebody on the ground with a short sword. Okay, then I am like running up right beside this winged creature, and I am right. going to. Uh, wing one of my not wing swipe <laughs> I, i've gotten to your head <laughs> i'm gonna uh, yes. i'm gonna swipe now. one of those winged creatures with one of my short swords mm-hmm. and uh i rolled a six all right the creature kind of bats out of the direction and like looks at you with fiery eyes and goes <laughs> it's salacious he, he makes the, the the fiery creature makes some a, a rude gesture with his fiery little arms. Whoa. I make a rude de- gesture back. All right. And I get out my other short sword and I roll a 10. <laughs> <laughs> with much enthusiasm. Do you get to add anything to that? That was adding things to oh. it. <laughs> I might well, need some new sh- dice. It, uh, Oh my gosh, Chomasa is just figuring out the low end of the armor class for us. <laughs> so that we know our goal. It's better it's than true. a 10. Battle yeah. tactics. <laughs> That's good. Don't want to use those good rolls right away. I get it. Save right, them. right. <laughs> Lee, you're next up. Okay, so Lee, I'm going to run to the um, 
the grounded winged creature mm-hmm. and try to. I think I'm going to try to help it walk, like try to put an arm under it and okay. get it out of the way until we can figure out what's happening. Okay. Uh, do you want to, I'll just, uh, so, you know, you're, you've run down the kind of the main street of uh, White Sparrow here. Uh, do you, there, you know, there's the kind of known safety of the tavern, which you could walk it back toward. Uh, but there are also probably some shops and homes that might be a little bit closer that the creature is right in front of. So I think um, I want to duck into the nearest. All right. There's a, there's a pottery shop uh, next door. Uh, so if you want, you and the winged creature can kind of, the winged creature kind of stumbles, leaning against you, and you make it to the porch of the pottery shop. Okay. Say, watch those wings. We'll, we'll say you, you make inside. it just yeah. inside. You, you break it, you bought it. All right. <laughs> um, the creature is uh, leaning on you uh, heavily, uh, and it's, it seems to be kind of breathing strangely, uh, but it like, it like pats your arm and says, thank you. Aww. All right. Uh, read Quarrel. Our gothy friend, you are next. All right. Um, uh, I think I'm going to just, I'm not going to move any closer to the situation. Just want to get a, a clear sight line on mm-hmm. one of those winged creatures. Probably like whichever one is, is the farthest away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, stand there intimidatingly. And you see her inside uh, the cloak comes out. My hand holding my holy symbol, which is uh, scales of justice held up in the middle with uh, a skeletal hand. And Your hand holding a hand is what? It is. My hand is holding the skeletal hand, which is holding <laughs> the scales <laughs> of justice. I love it. Hand. Got it. And on each of those ah. scales, another hand. <laughs> it's hands all the way down. Mm. Um, so and hold it out and say to my God and pointing at the at the one that's farthest away today. In Kelimdor's name. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Wrong character. Yeah. Today is your day. All right. So there are three creatures uh, that you're, you're pointing at. One of them or all of them? The, the, uh, just one. The one that's the farthest away. All right. I'm going to say that's this one back here. Okay. Uh, so does that creature have to roll something? It does not. I get to roll an attack, which is not as impressive. We are trying to find the armor class yeah. from the See? bottom up. So yep. how does 13 look? Uh, thirteen hits. Hey, so hey. We, uh, okay. you're welcome. So the, the 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 strange fiery little creature looks at you with skeptical eyes and and takes let's see seven points of necrotic damage. All right, that is not good for it. As a little skeleton hand taps it on the shoulder. Yeah, is it? Let's see. Just want to make sure. She'll touch. Is it un- undead? Uh, it is not. Okay, then it, nothing, nothing extra happens mm-hmm. to it. Um, but I will point out that it has taken that necrotic damage. It cannot regain hit points until the start of my next turn, and until then, the hand clings to the target. So it's a little bit dis- like disturbing to mm-hmm. see this hand. This this particular hand is not a skeletal hand. This hand appeared in the square of the uh, of the little flappy creature, grabbed onto it. Did some damage and is just hanging on. Just to clarify, hands this is all the way thir- down. Third hand, right? There's your hand. <laughs> My hand. There's the hand holding the scales of justice. Yep. And then there's the spectral hand that you have summoned. Yes, it is my three my hands. Ch- my chill touch hand. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, got it. Very chill. Yeah. Um, 
Super All right. chill. Thamia, the Goliath warrior, newly tattooed. Uh, you are the next at the door of the tavern, taking in this scene of carnage ahead of you. All right. Well, Chamasa has one of them, so I am going to take care of the other. Well, mm-hmm. Chamasa was trying to yes, take care I of tried. the- Yes, I tried. Yes. You've engaged um, it. Yes, yes. So I'm going after this one here. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, 24, does that hit? Oh, yeah, you cleave it. It like it kind of t- tries to like flap out of the way and you just hack at it like it's like it's a uh, I don't have a good metaphor. What is it? It's a um, it's, I was gonna do a sports metaphor and like I don't know the name. Flying names. potato. I imagine it was like it's like a shuttlecock and you're playing badminton. Yeah, okay, like yeah, there right. you go. Uh, Sorry, yep. like Sport, sports, sports terms always quick sports. to my quick to my brain. <laughs> um five six seven eight points of damage all right you swatted it and this is okay it's this one sorry there's three of them here so yeah, one yeah. of them uh reed coral has damage one of them Thammy has damage and one of them is engaged with chomasa so all right um and then i will take my hand axe and also attack um five is it 12 12 hits hit? okay cool uh, we're going to, with my d6, roll damage, five, six, seven, eight points of damage. All right. It is not looking good for this little fiery imp. All right. Uh, the, uh, the angelic creature currently accompanied by Lee is in the pottery shop and it's not looking, looking good. It's. Uh, it's kind of like resting against a shelf of uh, of, of glazed pottery and just uh, holding its side. Uh, Lee, you can see that there's like several wounds in this creature's torso uh, that are, I mean, the word bleeding suggests blood, but the substance oozing out of this creature does not seem to have any of the properties that you would normally associate, associate with blood. Uh, it's silver and kind of shiny and, and kind of... Uh, a lot stickier than blood. Okay. Uh, Q Waris, you are next, the last out of the sh- ever shady tavern. Q is holding his drink still in one hand. He <laughs> strolls up here and says, Don't worry, I have just the thing. He flourishes his new deck of cards, draws the first one on the top, and tosses it. While holding a drink? Yeah, yeah. He's very good. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to roll slide of right. hand? What do you, what's your problem here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Roll slide of hand. I don't know. Everyone can relax. Kiwaris has arrived. Wow. All right. <laughs> 21. You have um, no trouble. I was just like, how do you draw a card from a deck one-handed? The answer is, like he just with did. With your teeth. Yeah. Throw the, <laughs> throw the drink up in the air. Throw okay. a card. Yes. Catch the drink. That's how it works. <laughs> uh, so what, what nonsense is happening again? <laughs> <laughs> I decided to take a fun item because it's my last adventure. Dan, remember uh, when I said uh, items subject to dungeon master approval, and then you never told me about your item? Yep, it was good time. <laughs> yep, I, I also remember that. That's what I say. Ah, <laughs> uh, so I draw the first card off the top of the deck, and it's guess what? The fun part of this is that it's totally random. So we've got a king of spades. So what springs into existence right before this? <laughs> I, I love this. All right. This is great. so great. Springs into existence. Uh, you, within... have, you have just gained Dungeon Master approval. That's what just happened there. <laughs> <laughs> <Or> apparently. <laughs> is, that, 
it's don't because you because I, I can tell that it I can tell that it's not bad, but it's not what he wanted. <laughs> is um, <laughs> another another term for inspiration? No, it's legally distinct. Uh, Just a, a priest and two acolytes appear in the middle. Of the <laughs> <laughs> That's priest, what we need oh, right now. All right, a priest of what? Pray That's a for great us. question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that anything uh, random. Kelimvor's priests could be, could be. Uh, uh, but they seem to be. Uh, I'm gonna just go with this and say like they're they've got a bell and they're ringing it at these spirits and trying to dispel them as though they are uh, the demons okay. that they clearly appear to be. Foul beasts, go back to whence you came. <laughs> All right, says the priest, summoned by a deck of cards. Got it. Yep. <laughs> um, All right. Is that a deck of many things? No, that was okay. that's that's rare. Those are, <laughs> like, that's, wow. that's also it's real a real bad. crampier that, version. <laughs> that's that's something I give you to punish you. Is the deck that's of right. many yeah, things? Yeah, that's, that's what right. I thought. Done, <laughs> done that before. Don't um, want to be in a campaign with a deck of many I've, things. I've got a specially printed Dungeons and Dragons deck of many things. I'd have to mail to whoever gets uh, saddled with that. Um, well, if Dan gets it, you could just you know drop yeah. it off in a package on the doorstep. Mm. So What's that- in the box? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, all right, so that went exceedingly. That was that was your turn, is what you're telling me. Uh, I'm trying to see if I've got a bonus action use anything, but the the winged creature Lee has taken them inside the pottery shop, and mm-hmm. I assume I can't see them from here. Uh correct. Okay. Uh, in that case, I don't know. I'm not too worried about us dealing with these guys, so I'm going to hold back on the uh, bardic inspiration right now. All Until right. they attack, and then you get real worried. We'll see. Right, because uh, their turn's fair. next. You know what? Um, their turn... No, oh. go ahead. No, go ahead. You're good. All right. Their turn is next. These fiery, flapping uh, bat monsters, these uh, nasty imps. Uh, one of them has already been told, today is the day by Reed Coral. It does not care for this. Uh, it flaps around and smashes through a window into the pottery shop. No, I was afraid oh, of that. No. My pottery! <laughs> much much pottery reference acknowledged much pottery is laid waste uh there is a creature flapping around doing all kinds of property damage in your presence lee and then noticing you and your uh new acquaintance there uh it turns looks at the two of you and spits a gout of fire uh roll a dexterity 11 saving throw i'm gonna roll for your friend with disadvantage um. Do, do, do. do I have disadvantage or just them? Just, just the badly injured creature has okay. disadvantage. And well, I am encumbered by them, and therefore am not very dexterous right now. Okay. So you slam into a wall of pottery. Um, you uh, are going to take seven fire damage. Your friend is going to take three uh, as it hits the floor. Kind of like a dodge, kind of like just standing up was more energy than it had anymore. Um, and uh, and the, the creature laughs at you. <laughs> Fire. Um, the other two are engaged in uh, situations with... Um, with friends, well, you, you, friends of you, <laughs> not of them. Um, so let's see. Um, Chomasa, what are you carrying that might contain metal? My swords. Hmm. 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 No reason. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, uh, or should I like uh, arrows? Probably have metal tips. Um, I bet I feel like swords have more metal than arrows. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, let's see. Yeah, so this creature is going to uh, uh, focus intently um, at your uh, uh, at your swords that you've been swinging at it with, and I guess just one of them. Uh, so you're like, you know, your main sword, Chomasa. Uh, the creature is casting um, heat metal on it. Uh, your sword is suddenly glowing red hot, and holding it uh, is hurting your hand. Does it matter if I'm fire resistant? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, th- I mean, I guess tactically, this creature has made a poor choice. <laughs> yes. um, Thanks so, for making my sword more awesome. Uh, well, I Can mean, I slash you with that? So you are go. You would take. I mean, you're not going to take this, but holding that sword right now is going to deal you uh, twelve damage, fire damage, uh, Chomasa. But. Uh, I guess this creature did not do its homework. You are a red dragonborn ranger. I suspect that you resist some fire damage. I do. Do you know how much you resist? Half. Resist half. So instead of 12, you would take six fire damage. Um, nice. Uh, the other badly wounded one is uh, looking here. It's it's flapping around. Um, I think it's going to try and... It's going to shoot a, a gout of flame like its friend in the pottery shop did. Uh, I think this is going to catch Thamia... And let's say the uh, the priest and acolytes in a blast of flame. How's that, Dan? <laughs> yep. Sure. So if each of you could make a uh, um, a dex saving throw, Dan, you want to roll some saving throws for your uh, your trio of um, worshippers that you summoned? I'm not gonna. Oh, the flame goes right through them. They're illusions. Oh, they're illusions. Okay, <laughs> flame goes right through them. Thamia, give me. I a dex rolled saving a throw. fifteen. All right, uh, you will take uh, two fire damage as you just get barely scorched. Uh, but I will take that next. as a win since it distracted them enough to spout sp- yes. fire at it. It did. Uh, Chomasa, uh, you let's let me just make sure I'm getting this heat metal spell correctly. Do I need to drop the- my sword? Uh, you will continue to take fire damage on the creature's turn if you do not. That is a okay. choice you could make. So the sword is red hot, um, but uh, it's unclear how much you care. Well, my rage is now red hot. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to use that red oh. hot sword. Give me a, a constitution saving throw to avoid dropping it. Okay. I rolled a 15. All right, you're fine. If you had uh, d- not done well on that, um, you would either have disadvantage. Um, uh, um, yeah. Da-da-da. Yeah, I'm going to say you're you're fine, you're, especially because you're a dragonborn. Other creatures would be severely more compromised by this situation. I rolled a 17. All right, you cleave at the creature. Roll me damage. Six. All right. You gonna do a follow up second attack? Yes, I am. And that is a twenty-two. Oh, nice, nice. And another six. 
All right, you are hacking and slashing at it. Bits of kind of fiery, it, it, I, I want to call it fiery blood, but it really just is more like lava streams out of it with each stab <laughs> and the, like the, the ground is smoking where it splashes. Anything else, Tomasa? I'm going to drop the, can I do that? Drop the yeah. sword now, the hot sword. I think, it's a, it's, I think that's a free action. Okay. Um, and you still have another sword, right? I do have my so. other sword. All right, Lee, you are in the pottery shop. There is a uh, horrible little fire monster harassing you here. It is horrible, isn't it? Okay, I... How much damage have we done? Like, friends, do we have a sense for how many hit points they might have? I did seven to the one that is in the shop with you, but it's not bloodied yet. Okay. I did 12. Okay. I think right. Kathy, did you do yeah. 16? I I think so. Five. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I would guess somewhere in the 20 to 30 range is my guess. I'm just, I'm thinking if I throw a dart, it's only 1d4 plus 4 damage. No, it's still not bad. Yeah. That's something. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll throw a dart at it. 12? Plugs it right in the shoulder. Okay. So that is an entire five points of damage. Um, can I reach it to do my flurry of blows? Yeah, you could it's only a, it's you know, halfway across the shop from you. You can head over to where it is. We'll say it's ten feet away. Okay. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to punch it. Oh, I punch it. Twenty-four. Nice. Nice. Right in its little fire face. <laughs> for another seven. It is not looking good for this uh, little fire imp. Okay. All uh, right. Yay. I think that's it. Read Quarrel back out on the streets. All right. Well, the one that I originally attacked is now in the pottery shop, so I can't see it. So I think I'm going to point at the one that Chomasa is fighting and say, now you, today is your day. And uh, do significantly less well. That's only an 11. An 11 hits. You have identified <laughs> we found its armor. It. Right, we found yeah. it. That's it. Right there. <laughs> I knew we, good job, team. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So that does three points of necrotic damage. All right. That is not looking good for that creature, but it's still there. Anything else? Nope. That's it. Thamia. All right. Grabbing my um, badminton-like handled net thing. Mm-hmm. What are they? I don't know what they call them in badminton. Racket, racket, racket. Racket. Okay, perfect. Uh-huh. Uh, for fourteen, uh, you swat it and basically c- cause it to knock it out of the sky. Roll me damage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, five. Oh, it's barely there. It's kind of like fla- fluttering, like limping in midair as it flaps around. That's fine because I have something else to beat it up with. Uh, and I rolled a 24. Uh, two, five. Uh, yeah, five. Five points. All right. You hit it with your hand axe and the little fiery imp explodes there is unfortunately thamia a splash of lava headed for your face make a quick dexterity saving throw uh seven 
you get you take a, a just a you know a good size helping of lava to the face for mm. seven fire damage. What, say, what is a lava good it size? Or leave it. <sighs> you know, I'm gonna say like like three cups of lava. Just, Man, oh, it hurt me more dying than it did while it's alive. That doesn't seem fair. You know, I mean, it's like it's it's not a lot if we were measuring, say, water. Or milk, but it does feel like a, a lot of lava to have coming in your direction. Yeah, I don't know. Right, if somebody right, threw right. three cups of milk in my face, that would feel like a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but like, that's I true. mean, as compared to like, like th- if we made, if we had three cups of uncooked rice and then we cooked that, that's a lot of rice. That's, so. true. Yeah. that's true. That's true. So, that's hi, true. welcome to Lava versus Rice, the <laughs> podcast that is being shut down oh, man. now. <laughs> my favorite new show on Netflix, The Floor is Rice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fine actually. It absorbs yeah. a lot of water. Uh, yeah, you know. interesting yeah. tactile. Mm-hmm. Not gonna start. So, Thamia, you have uh, you you've done your attack action. I don't know if you want to do anything yes. else. Um, uh, that's about. No, I think we're good. I I trust. Yeah, my team. We're good. All right, Q Waris, I bard. You're next. Uh, Q looks. Perhaps just the, the, the slightest bit disappointed in his deck of cards, which he shoves in a pocket, pulls out a crossbow, and shoots the imp. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, have at! That's a 12. Uh, 12 hits and 11, 11 damage, damage. Max damage is enough to kill it. Uh, nice. a you know, just a, a, a there's a splash of... You know, a, a, a salsa bowl full of lava coming at your face. Uh, give me a quick uh, dexterity saving throw. 20. All nice. right, you nimbly dodge out of the way. Nice. You get a little scorch for three damage, which I guess then gets halved by you. So you yes. take one, uh, one, one damage. One. Yeah, round down. So you just like, like, I like a little at that bit damage. Gets, like, like, yeah, like a little bit gets in your eye, basically. That's uh-huh. the worst place to get. Some <laughs> <laughs> wash out. Um, yeah. Dragonborn have like that third membrane. They're fine. The All right. Membrane. Right. Yeah. That makes yeah. Blink it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. it off. It is now the fiery imp's turns. There is only one of the original three left. It is in the pottery shop with uh, Lee. Uh, let's see. Its fire breath does not recharge. So it is going to. Uh, Fling itself at Lee in a last-ditch effort to cause as much damage to you and the property in this pottery shop as possible. It hates pottery. Um, 16 to hit Lee. My AC is 16. Ugh. All right. Uh, Tahai goes to the attacker. So it clips you for three slashing damage, and then the wound kind of burns for two more fire damage. So that's five total, but if you Oy. were someone who resisted damage... Those numbers being separate would be significant. I am not. All right. Uh, Chomasa, you are in the somewhat empty street. Things are in wreckage. There are wagons knocked over. Barrels full of uh, produce have been tipped. People, it seems like pretty much things have cleared out now because, uh, you know, the sight of three winged flying fire monsters fighting a strange uh, man with wings. Uh, just, you know, that clears the streets in, in, in White Sparrow pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um but you can see there is wreckage and a fight still going on inside the pottery shop across the street from you. Well, I scoop up my sword, which I assume is now safe to. Yeah, it's a little, scoop. it's warm, but it's no longer dangerous. I like it. 
It's a good yeah, worm. It's- and I run into the pottery barn. All right. You run into the pottery barn um, and see a strange creature slumped against a uh, shelf of broken pottery. You see Lee engaged in fisticuffs with a uh, a horrible little fire imp. Okay, I've like got my swords. Winging. Yeah. And swords don't even have one. to worry about damage. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, I'm not that fond of pottery. It's fine. Mm. I roll a 20. Not a natural 20, but... You cleave at it. Give me damage. Eight. It erupts. Uh, Lee and Chomasa, dexterity saving throw. 20. 20. All right. Uh, Each of you would take three fire damage, uh, or if you are Chomasa, one fire damage. I I need need healing. You you had a lot of... You had had too much salsa? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Six of 21 is where I'm sitting right now. All right. Order has been returned to White Sparrow, or at least, you know, normality. Um, let's say that you uh, you help uh, that your recently acquainted uh, creature, uh, you you limp over, he'll help him limp over to the, uh, the, uh, the ever shady tavern, because at least there's a place he could lie down there that is not a trash pottery shop. Uh, the people of White Sparrow slowly return and start picking things up and uh, trying to, you know, mend things and, and patch things together and start some important insurance paperwork and so on. <laughs> this uh, this creature, you know, doesn't appear to be necessarily entirely natural, but I have a very good medicine score, so I would like to try to at least attend to their wounds All right. in some way. You are in, you know, you're just in kind of like the first bench inside the Ever Shady Tavern. Yeah. The ma- many of the uh, the regulars have deci- have suddenly remembered that they have things to do elsewhere, so things are pretty quiet and empty in a year. It's amazing um, how many people left their stoves on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Reed Coral, give me a medicine check. That was only a twelve. I didn't roll very well. Um. Well, I will tell you, with a twelve, uh, you recognize that this creature is not of the mortal world and that the injuries it sustained are significant. Um, So is that able to, do I even think I would be able to stabilize these? You feel like this is like, this is not even something you've read about. Basically you are out of your element. What about about magical healing? healing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could try. I would say with that medicine check, you're like, I don't even know where to start. Like the stuff that is oozing out of him looks more like Quilksilver than anything you've seen before. Uh, he has taken significant injuries. One of his wings is basically about to fall off. Well, um, I feel like it's worth trying. Okay. So I'm going to cast a cure wounds. All right. And, uh, uh, you cast a cure wounds. Remind me what that does. Um, I I touch it and uh give back hit points equal to 1d8 plus my spellcasting ability modifier. Uh, it has no effect on undead or constructs, so I, I doubt that applies to this. So assuming it works, <laughs> I rolled a one. Uh, so assuming it works, it would get back four hit points. All right. Uh, the creature looks a little better, but still severely injured. But it seems like perhaps you, you've helped it a little bit. Uh, and specifically... Um, eh, hard to say. It, it the creature opens its eyes for kind of the first for first time in a little while though, and and looks at uh, the five of you uh, wearily. Thank you. I've I've done what little I can. Uh, are is there something more we can do to help you? 
There is. T- tell us more. <laughs> I'm being dramatic. <laughs> I can see that about you. <laughs> My name is Serene. I come from a place called Ashura. It is not of your realm. We were attacked by devils. And my palace crashed near here. There are beings that were imprisoned in Ashura that are now loose. Do any of these uh, words or places or names mean anything to any of us? Uh, give me a um, could, religion check. Could um, could uh, Queris put on his? He pulls a circlet out of his bag. Oh, oh yep. yeah, he does. Puts it on. What is this? Mm-hmm. It's fancy. It is fancy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't actually, know what's happening. How this actually works? Mm-hmm. Um, rolling religion now. I only got a 12 even with that, but I got a 13. Uh, you know, you think you feel like the maybe the name Ashura uh, is a you feel like maybe you've heard reference to that, that it might be a location uh, spoken of as being uh, somewhere in uh, the celestial realms. Um, what were we rolling before? Was it religion? Religion. 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 Mm-hmm. OK, I rolled a 17. Uh, You think specifically that you've heard uh, that uh, this is a a place known uh, uh, from the realm known as Celestar, uh, Thamia, which is the fourth of the seven heavens. It's supposed to be a nice place. Sounds very sparkly. Yeah, very, very sparkling. Well, this was just part of it. Um, Only the palace of it. A warship of devils attacked the palace and tore it from the realm. It crashed in the mountains near here. There is a devil, a devil called Krek, who seeks to summon his master to your realm. That's not the devil that... No, that was a demon that that we met before. Devils are worse than demons, just so we're clear. That doesn't sound Uh, terribly good at all. (laughs) Hmm. No, it would be bad. <laughs> uh, which mountain uh, did you crash in? Like which direction? To the, to the east. Give me a. Um, I'm gonna say uh, who is likely to perhaps have been traveling, uh, in, uh, not just hanging out in White Sparrow in the last week. Probably me. All right. You know, Reed Coral, when you were on your way back to White Sparrow. And maybe Tomasa, uh, like we were probably tra- yeah. traveling together, I would guess. You were out, you know, uh, right. working, and, you were, you know, doing what you need to do to, to acquire that uh, snazzy cloak that Chomasa has. Um, so b- about five days ago, uh, you remember seeing like a blinding teardrop shape, a pulse of light in the night sky. Uh it, you know, you thought it was probably just like a meteor, uh, and it, it 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 looked like it kind of you know zipped across the horizon, uh, disappearing into the mountains uh, to the east. Which uh, you know, any of you who have traveled in and around Whitesboro would know are called the Ghost Peak Mountains. Mm. I, I will share that with the the rest mm-hmm. of the group. And say, ah, the story the story checks out. 
Most intriguing. Yes. I need you to travel to that place and stop Grek. He will... He will let Thuron through. Thuron, a general of Din, he will destroy your entire realm. How can we stop him? He is but one. You must try. Could you be any more specific, please? (laughs) Does he have any specific weaknesses? Kill him. Oh, well. Well, thank you for thanks clarifying. for clearing that. <laughs> this that is something useful. I understand. Serene starts to look kind of translucent, as if he's not quite there anymore. So you're saying that I wasted my spell? <laughs> <laughs> I think he hung around longer and gave you more information than he would have oh, otherwise. Okay. How's that? All right, that's fair. Uh, I, you you get the sense that you probably only have a few moments left with this creature before it uh, returns to some other plane. Can you tell us anything about devils in general? We, I at least have not encountered many in my time. They're bad. They like fire and destruction. Great. Cool. Uh, is there anyone we can inform of your injuries slash soon-to-be-death? He, he looks at you, or I guess it looks at you as if your question is nonsense. Were there any others of your kind in your palace when it crashed, or was it only you? There were many, but I was the only one to make it out. Oh, dear. Hmm. All right, suddenly Reed Quarrel is like, okay, not only do we have to stop a demon, I have a whole bunch of people I need to lay people, creatures, people to lay to rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somehow. Serene kind of transforms where his body was lying on the tavern floor of the Evershady Tavern. It was tavern. a bench. It was a, a bench. bench. Yes. On the bench, the just dirty, grungy bench, there's suddenly just like a, a like a million little golden motes that start to float upward uh, toward the ceiling of your smoky, <laughs> grimy tavern that you brought this angel to die into. <laughs> I, I bow my head uh, and bring up my holy symbol and say some prayers to Kelimvor for their celestial soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, a straight urchin wanders in through the door of the uh, Ever Shady Tavern, uh, and he, uh, he uh, it's, it's a small boy, looks like he's probably eight or nine, and he says, the merchants don't want this, and he drops uh, six little fangs on the floor. They Each of them looks kind of like a, you know, a glowing rock shaped like a curved tooth. Hmm. You suspect that these are remains from the horrible little lava monsters. Can, Can I, I pick one up those? and look at it? Yeah. 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 yeah I'm, I'm not touching them. I'm, Chomasa, go for it. <laughs> yeah, we'll let the fire. I got a 10 in investigation. Oh. All right. I um, got a nine. I nine. got a one. Okay. Uh, you know, it looks Ooh, like I a got weird... a three. <laughs> you guys are really great smart uh, none of you none of you are going to make it as dentists is what i'm saying um these appear to be the fangs of uh you know these little fire monsters uh look kind of like methods uh which methods are various elemental creatures there's earth methods and fire and wind and water and so on they come in a variety of elemental forms uh these look like they might be magma methods and these might be their fangs but their fangs uh just looking at them uh and feeling them you can feel like there is something 
more powerful than just your kind of normal uh, elemental construct uh, pulsing through these. They they feel warm to the touch and maybe even like a yeah, l- l- little glowy, little just a little glowy. Uh, um, Q, Q takes off rolled... his. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I haven't rolled anything yet. If if somebody mentions how like warm and powerful they feel, could I roll like Arcana to see if you could? Uh, nineteen. There is something powerful that is still lingering in the teeth of these monsters you have destroyed, and it's as if something, some power from one of the nine hells itself was empowering and channeling and committing those methods to chase down Serene uh, in a way that they not would not normally have ever bothered to do. Do I have the impression that like somehow destroying these teeth would weaken that power or No. Okay. You've 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 done it by killing them. These are just lovely mementos that you now have. Q takes off his uh They little... they might have some value if you knew like a weird spooky uh collector. Yeah. Uh Q takes off his circlet and you can see his eyes kind of clear after a second <laughs> and he looks after the urchin and says, "Fangs a lot." Oh, uh, thanks for nothing the glad he took off the circlet because yeah. it, it definitely didn't need that extra I, I, i'm gonna ask wh- what is that strange circlet you just put on your head oh uh we came across this in our adventures recently with the goblins and there was a goblin who would come across this circlet that made him smarter uh, not smart enough because we took him down a peg, but it, uh, it seems to have some properties that enhance the intelligence. So I, I keep it around just in case we need to do any, uh, extra research on things. Seems very wise. You want to try? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. I'll try it on. All right. Uh, when you, uh, when you, he hands you the thing, uh, you know, you have to attune to it. So it takes a little while for it to kick in. Uh, oh, but but then your intelligence is temporarily boosted to 19. Holy. I yeah. feel a lot smarter since my intelligence is 11 to start with. Yeah. Mine was 10. That's why he doesn't make stupid jokes when he's wow. wearing the circlet. Mm. Honestly, I feel like I find it a little bit uh, discomfitting. Uh, so I will take it off and return it to QRS after the hour is up and say, this is very, very interesting. I, it I, is interesting. Mm-hmm. Is there somewhere around here I can buy a healing potion? Uh yeah, I think you could. Is okay. that's because your bard doesn't want to bother to heal you? Apparently, <laughs> you can ask. Busy making jokes. I'd rather we save spell slots. Like I'd rather also spend that. money. Yeah, I, I only have than... two more spell spell yeah. slots after spending that one. We yeah. there, we probably are spending at least an hour just like of downtime. You yeah. could also use a hit die. I don't. I don't want to. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> save the things. Buy right. consumables while you're in town. <laughs> All right. Why don't you regain two d four plus two hit die when you drink this healing potion? Okay. Uh, I'm per- also gonna get one. Yeah, me too. Okay. How much are they? I think they're about fifty gold pieces. Okay, that's all. So, I mean, I don't know. That's some some. Not everybody's as well off as you, Reed Coral. You know? Yeah. No, I don't have that much money. I just assumed they were like a hundred gold pieces. I I only uh, have a hundred gold pieces. My quick internet search suggests they are fifty. Cool. Uh, well, that only got me to 13 of 21, so if anyone... I'll heal you. I got plenty of spells can... lots. Um, what am I rolling again? 2d4. 2d4. Plus two. Plus two. two. Take another five, Lee. 
Sorry, that I am back the, up to max. This is not the best All right. roll. Nine. Oh, me okay. too. And I'll do a hit die too. Well, worth 50 gold pieces to get back to max. Yeah, that would be like half of my entire life savings right now. So I'm like, mm. But at what cost? Your health. Right. You haven't got your health. Versus you haven't got anything. That that's uh, that's eh. true. That's true. Maybe I should buy one for, for later just for in the case. road. Yeah, also, a, a granola bar. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to say read coral with low blood you sugar. Might get right. on the way there. And some trail mix, the mm. kind with the little chocolate pieces. Yes. Yes. Now mm. oh, I want chocolate. What's the point of anything else? Mm, chocolate. Okay, I'm back up to max. Yay. So are we just heading out right away or? You tell me, adventures. I feel like time may be of the essence. I, I agree. think so too. Yeah. All right, let's go. All right. Um, and so you decide to head out. You pack up some uh, rations. Um, it sounds like some of you have taken some healing potions. Uh, and, you know, it's going to take you uh, probably the better part of the day to reach the Ghost Peak Mountains, which are far to the north and east of here. Um, you know, as you are heading out, crossing the countryside, some of you remember you pass by uh, the old tower where the Nightblades live, and you pass Good some times. familiar, some, that yeah, was some so of your fun. familiar things. Um, and before too long, you can see that uh, things are something is different at the uh, the Ghost Peak Mountains. There is a visible cloud of black smoke and ash hanging over uh, the the top of them. Um, Along the way, you're you're strolling. You know, at some points, there's there's like a you know there's a path, and sometimes you're just going over the countryside. Uh, you pass uh, a, a, a farmstead. There's a farmer uh, sitting there with his uh, his livestock who uh, greets you and says, "Be careful where you're going. Strange things are afoot." What kind of strange things? Well, my uh, my cow gave birth to three calves yesterday. Each one of them had two heads. It's an inauspicious sign. Oh, dear. And so you continue on your way. Uh, you're, you're traveling through a field, and the field is uh, looking very weird. Uh, and as you, you look down, you realize that uh, some of the plants in the field have all died. But specifically, they've all died in the shape of a strange circular glyph. Seems very unnatural. Um do we you know anyone? Uh, yeah. Why don't you look at it? Give me a religion check. Ten. Uh, it seems spooky, and just thinking about it is making you feel unsettling. Uh, as as Reed Coral is standing around looking at this uh, strange uh, glyph uh, that is just formed by dead plant life in the middle of the field, the rest of you just all feel like. Un un unsettled like this is not a place that you want to hang aliens. around aliens yeah mm -hmm. it's always cows um, and fields with the mm, aliens yeah mm -hmm. uh and so you head up into the mountains there are no really trails here after a certain point it's just rocky uh cold paths uh and there is uh there's a decent amount of of ice along the way um it is uh you know night falls and you can't, you decide it's probably for the best to camp okay. here mm -hmm. rather than trying to scale a mountain uh, after dark. 
I don't know. Yeah, camping actually... far from far from the glyph, please. Yeah. Well, well, far from the glyph, um, but not all the way. You you figure you'll do the final summit uh, in the morning. So you get up together. Some of you have very strange dreams and visions as you sleep. You see a land built out of iron with horrible citadels bursting up from the ground, blood dripping off of rooftops, and creatures made of fire walking through the streets. And then suddenly you have images of that city, that iron citadel, here in the mountains just on the edge of the valley that White Sparrow is home to. Gasp. Don't forget to take your long rest and get your spell mm. slots. Ah, good call. And so you awaken the next day feeling not great about things, but with a sense of purpose that perhaps this is something you can do something about. You're at the foot of the mountain, a rocky path above you leads up toward the top, toward this site of some kind of crash that your your associate Serene has told you about. A black cloud of smoke and ash hangs over the mountaintop. Well, that's foreboding. Forward? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I suppose we press on. All right. Mm -hmm. And so you trudge for several hours up the increasingly steep, cold, and icy path uh, toward what will hopefully be um, a place that you'll be able to do some good in the world. Uh, maybe QRs play some songs. Maybe others tell some stories to try and keep your spirits up. But this is this is a march unlike anything that you have experienced at least in your recent uh recent lives and as you're getting t toward the top of the mountain uh toward the uh the source of the smoke something makes a noise in the icy uh cliffs above you there is something <gasps> bleeding bleeding not bleeding okay bleeding oh like a sheep <laughs> like, like how a do sheep? i hear like, yeah bleed <laughs> we, oh, God, that's horrible. No. Erica, help me out here. What's a good bleat? A good bleat? Like a. Yeah. Like I a think we can do better. <laughs> Other. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> there you go. All right. I wish Cat was here. She's really good at the sheep noises. It's impressive. Oh. Wow, that's a special skill. Special power. That's a skill. Uh, edit, editor, <laughs> please pick whichever of those was the best soup noise and remove all the other ones. Uh, something sounds ill. <laughs> as you round a bend, there you see a hulking beast in the shadows above you, and it makes a menacing bleat that sounds like this. <laughs> <It's not> that <laughs> that's so menacing. So I'm terrified. A menacing goat. <laughs> I mean, it's Hulk. Everyone's so a critic, Tony. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> ah, that is a scary goat. I take it all, all back. Right. <laughs> uh, a creature that might once have been a ram drops down from the icy ledge, uh, ready to attack the front of your party. It appears that Chomasa was leading the way. I don't know how accurate your your depiction of tokens on the map is this creature though it may have been a ram in a past life is now something different i am wary to say something more its skin is split and torn its horns are covered in gore its eyes blaze red its legs have ripped open to form 
extra legs. This is now an eight-legged goat, and a single terrible, terrible glyph has been carved in the beast's forehead and glows red. This fiendish goat stands between you and your destination. Is the That's glyph- right. You're gonna fight. You're gonna fight a goat. Deal it's with it. Suddenly, cool. it seems more menacing. <laughs> yes. Uh, is the glyph the same shape as the one in the field? Sure, looks similar. It's hard to tell. This one's on a goat. So you know, everybody, any tin cans at it? It might distract it. How many tin cans do you have? In du- <laughs> one in thousand. Nope, those are ball bearings. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right. I'm adding the goat to the initiative order. Eat it. <laughs> the goat? Eat the goat? Mm. I mean, okay. I don't know. I mean, yeah. yeah. If it, oh, it's if it red now. Dull. What happened? Yeah. I decided it's to make it fire. more demonic because you guys were not taking my goat seriously. <laughs> oh, that definitely fixed it. <laughs> like, now, yeah. it's now you now have it's a curried. red spray painted goat. <laughs> it's dripping with blood. It's a pre-curried goat. <laughs> oh, it's purple now. Ooh. It's very scary. You know what? <laughs> Look. You guys I'm used sorry. To be my favorite we're taunting. We're taunting Tony. <laughs> this is a bad idea. He can have very terrible things yeah, happen you know to what? us. Hold on. You know what ability I have? Killing us. Copy paste. Copy paste. Copy paste. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, okay. We, so we can all agree that though you as players find the goat unintimidating, <laughs> your characters find it unsettling. Yes. How's yes. that? Great. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah it's what better better be that way. <laughs> um, so are we rolling so initiative or um, what? I'm rolling initiative. Okay. I mean, the goat is. The goat has already killed two of you while you're making fun of it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, uh, the goat has jumped down from the shadows. Uh, it has surprised you. Uh, and it is going to attack first on a surprise round, and then you can all react. Jerk face um, goat. Jerk face goat, indeed. So the goat is going to um, start off with... Um, uh, da, da, da. It has a variety of things it could do. Could it bleed at us again? Uh, it drops <laughs> down, and it looks like uh, Thamia and Chomasa are kind of at the front of the path, leading the way. Uh, it drops down in your vicinity, and it does this. As it hits the ground, there is just an immense stomp as it the, like, the ground shakes with some kind of strange uh, power. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's see. It is going to do a stomp attack against both of you. So, um, Chomasa, that is a critical fail for the goat. And... Uh, Thamia, that is a 20 to hit. Oh, dang it. Yep, that hit. All right, Thamia, you're going to take six bludgeoning damage and two fire damage. Eight damage total, if you don't care about type. Do not care about type. But very thankful for that healing potion. Uh, let's see. And it, since it, it has done that in your general vicinity, it kind of tries to rush between you and ram. I'm going to put it here. It's going to ram Lee. Uh, let's see here. Goat's a jerk. Yeah, yeah it is. Good. You can Lee. It's a goat. Seventeen mm, yeah. versus you. Yeah, that that gets me. You get hit in the side by a giant mean demon goat uh, for uh eight bludgeoning damage. Jeez, Louise. It's like getting hit by a normal goat, but worse. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. All right, Q Waris. 
You are toward the back of the group. Uh, you take in the whole scene as a goat has Just, dropped down between all of you and charged your friend Lee. Does Lee... Lee actually had better initiative than me. I think she gets to go first. Because she had a 22. Oh, somehow. Yeah. I think you somehow were thinking that was, that was the sheep's turn. The go- all right. It's a goat. A giant <laughs> infernal goat. Don't get it right. Don't call it, it a sheep. I will now yeah. I feel sheepish. Wake up, sheeple. Uh, goatish. Lee. <laughs> Lee. All right, well. Lee, Lee, don't be goaded into doing anything you don't want to do. I'm heading out with my quarterstaff. All right. Uh, Quarterstaff, quarterstaff. 17? 16, 17, 16. You wrap it across the forehead. Uh, Bad goat. Roll me damage. The forehead, like, that's that's the hardest part of a goat. Ah, But it also has the glyph. That's true. The goat glares at you with infernal eyes and bleats. Strike is 14 versus AC. All right. You pummel the goat in the side. You're just punching a goat. High fantasy. Whatever I can do. Seven that time. Later, you guys should go cow tipping. Um, <laughs> don't don't tip that two headed cow though. No, Seven well, damage well, to the to the infernal goat. They're they're baby cows. They're easy to tip. Yeah, especially with two heads like that. <laughs> yeah, top heavy. Guys, that just does not seem sporting. <laughs> and, Lee, anything else? Um, I thought I had a thing that let me disengage and run away, but I don't see it, so I'm just gonna stay here. I think that's a thief right. thing. Or a rogue. His cunning action is a rogue thing. There is some stuff with monks, though. They have a lot of mobility stuff. Yeah. Q Waris. Uh, Q will. Oof. Fight a goat. I guess. Fight a <laughs> I think goat. that's the answer. Uh, just looking at some options here. Um, Q will run up and stab the goat. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. All right, you stab in the direction of the goat, but your your Bad little rapier gets clangs off the goat's uh, scary horns. Cool. All right, I have a lot of regrets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, as a bonus action, let's use a give a bardic inspiration to Famia. You get a D six that you can add to an attack roll. Or a saving throw or okay. ability check. All right. Enjoy. Uh, Chomasa, I think you're next. I've got my swords on the ready. The first one, I roll a 21. Wow. You're just cleaving at that goat. For seven points of damage. All right. Let me note that. And I do a little spin and. Stab at it. A 23. Wow. Says the goat. With eight (laughs) points of damage. All right. This goat is severely wounded at this point. It has been hit with a stick. It has been punched and it has been stabbed. Also, QORS did something. (laughs) Intimidated it. (laughs) I poked it. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Tomasa? No, that is it. All right, Thamia. All right, let's hit it with a hammer. Hammer time. Uh, wow. Okay, uh, 12. 
That's a good uh, 12 20. hits. Okay. Sweet. Nice. I'm going to roll the correct dice. Uh, four. Four damage? Yeah. All right. But that's okay because I'm going to turn around and slash with my axe. Oh, just kidding. Uh, I <laughs> rolled a three, so I'm not even going to use my inspiration. You know, it's a hectic scene. Many of you are now crowded around the giant infernal goat, and it's, uh, you know, you swing, and but you kind of like hesitate because you don't want to accidentally hit Chamasa, and you also miss the goat. Yeah. So I appreciate it, though. Cool. All right. The goat is next. So the goat is at the center of this fray. Uh, Thamia and Chomasa and uh, Kiwaris, you are all engaged with it. Lee, did you disengage? No. Okay, you're there too. Yep. Reed Coral, you're probably nearby but not engaged with it, do you think? I, I think so. All right. So the first thing this goat does, it's like reeling, it's spinning, it's 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 looking for a target, and it just kind of does like a half step, it jumps into the air, and comes back down with an immense uh, stomp. Uh, it is going to try and hit... Uh, I'm, I'm going to say four of you, everyone who's engaged with it. So everybody but Reed Quarrel is going to be targeted by this. So, Thamia, that is going to be 17 to hit. Chomasa, critical success to hit. Uh, Kuwaris, uh 19 to hit. Lee, uh, 15 to hit. Oh, thank goodness. Doesn't hit. <laughs> Doesn't right. hit me either. It hit me. Um, it hit me. It hit. Okay. Yeah. So, Kuwaris, you are going to take, uh, do you care about damage types? Oh man. Uh I mean just, you know, academically, but <laughs> six six bludgeoning damage and two uh fire damage. Woof. Uh things are gonna be worse for uh um Chomasa though, I guess probably the fire damage is not gonna be as big a deal. So it basically like lands on your foot, Chomasa. Uh you Aww. are going to take uh, 11 bludgeoning damage. I'm going to use my cutting words as a reaction to reduce that damage with my bardic inspiration. All right. How much does it get reduced? You. Well, 1d6. Let's see how it goes. One. Oh, my Great. God. I have rolled like... Thank you. I have rolled we terribly today. We are rolling awful this you have round. You have taken 10 bludgeoning damage as a large infernal goat lands on your right foot, Chomasa. Um, and... There's a bit of a reverb. It, seven fire damage uh, to you, of which you are, I guess you'll have that, so you'll three. take three fire damage. Wow. Yeah. Ouch. Oh, I am doing a good job at doing fire damage to the person who resisted this adventure. You are doing <laughs> I appreciate right. it. Uh, the goat, having done that, uh, reels around uh, looking for a target. Which of you has taken the most damage from the goat at this point? Probably uh, who's me. not looking great. Chomasa? I took eight, I think. Yeah, I took All right. eight. The goat is going to try and charge you, uh, Chomasa. It's going to do its ram attack. Seven to hit. Seven? No, that doesn't. Yeah. The goat rams in your direction and misses you by, like, a mile. The goat collides <laughs> with the side of the glacial wall here, and dagger-like icicles rain down upon all of you. Uh, oh, all creatures yeah. nearby, which includes Reed Coral, make a dexterity saving throw. The goat is going to make a dexterity saving throw to not be impaled by icicles as well. Uh, the goat succeeds. 
I got a 21. Uh, the number to beat was a 12. Okay, I good. failed. I rolled a 14. If you failed, you take three piercing damage from falling ice. Oh my goodness. I'm not feeling good about this adventure. Let's just go home. Yeah. <laughs> I go Re-quarrel. home with you. <laughs> uh, okay. So the goat is now over there. Probably um, this Kresk, not Kresk, Kresk, Krek, Kresk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too many names that start with KR in Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dan Dan knows all of them. Crack. Um Krensk is the guy who what is Krensk do in your bar now, Dan? Uh, he's a bouncer. He, he is now hired a bouncer, bouncer after we kind of abused him beat for him, a long time. Beat him up he was a low times. level thug and we really we made friends with him, by which I mean Technically he really was a mid level thug, but you tr- you sure treated him like a low level thug. Man. Uh, anyway, so Crack the Demon. Uh, sure, you could just go back to the uh, the Ever Shady Tavern and play Pinochle and just find out what it means mm. when he opens up a portal uh, to the General of Din, known as Theron, who will likely show mercy on you for having chosen not to stop. That's not true. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. All right. Recoil. Uh, okay. I. I can I make a medicine check just to sort of see how many hit points I think this thing might have left. It's not doing well. It is panicking and flailing about. Like, I'm just trying to decide do I want to use my spell that has a better chance of hitting, or do I want to try to attack it with a weapon which will do more damage? Is what I'm uh, I think it is probably hard to know that without some pretty powerful ability to know a creature's hit points okay. based on your relative limited experience with Infernal Goats so far. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of experience with goats, but uh, Infernal Goats is... Uh, Outside, yeah. beast of a beast of a different color. Yeah, outside, literally red. Mm-hmm. Red. Um, I think I will try to attack it with my halberd because it did get pretty close. Um, mm-hmm. Am I like within ten feet of it where I am now? Oh, because the halberd has reach. Sure. Yep. All right. So then I will just continue to stand where I am, as is my yeah. <laughs> battle, and just bring out my giant long halberd and swing at the hindquarters of this goat. And do it very poorly for a nine. So Oh, the goat somehow tumbles out of the way, uh, you know, on this treacherous icy path. Yeah, I I didn't think that would hit. Okay. Um Chomasa has been hit a whole bunch of times, correct? Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, I am going to use a bonus action and cast a healing word over toward Chomasa. Alright. Which will restore see how many points seven thank you i rolled max all right and then i will continue to stay where i am all right um let's see uh lee you are next i believe okay is it do i need to move a square to get within range or am i yeah, Close it kind of charged up. it off and hit the wall, so you can scamper over there and punch it if you want. Okay. Um, alrighty. So we're gonna do my typical quarter staff unarmed strike. One, two, not quite punch, as it were. Twenty-one to hit with my quarter staff. Oh, you hit it right in one of its like it's it's kind of like its joints. You know, at this point, you know the some of the weak spots on a goat. Just get it right there with a stick. Okay, and I only rolled a one, but that's still five points of damage. 
This goat is looking very unsteady on its many, many legs. And then for my unarmed strike, uh, that's a seven. Uh, you punch in the direction of the goat, and the goat spirals out of the way. Do you get to okay. do another one, or no? Um, No, just one for unarmed strike. All right. Qwaris, a bard. There is a goat flailing about on the path ahead of you. You call that a goat? I've seen scarier goats down at Farmer Smith's goat. Goat Emporium? <laughs> <laughs> really you hard. were so strong. Oh, started I started so, so strong. strong. Oh, I ran out is of that, steam. Is that a, is that across the path from Farmer Jack's uh, g- goats, 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 and more goats? <laughs> yes, yeah, right, right. <laughs> and it's, sheep. But you yeah, know what? Goats down tell street, it on a mountain. Um, <laughs> but down the street from the goat palace, oh I got it. <laughs> well, it can make a saving throw. Wisdom. All right, DC thirteen. Goat, check, check, and goat wisdom. <laughs> really? Okay. Oh no! Uh, oh well, he didn't make it. it uh, he rolled a twelve. Okay. So this goat takes one psychic damage, and it's a disadvantage to it on its next attack. Which all right, That's, that is good. Yes, because that, that right. one point of psychic damage just, just hurt its psyche. Just a <laughs> you little bit. have attempted to punch a goat. You have attempted to psychically manipulate a goat. <laughs> Manipulate's a strong word. <laughs> demoralize. Demoralize. <a> <laughs> Thank you. Much there we go. Really taking the high path here. Um, Chomasa, do you want to go next? I do. My foot really hurts, and I'm annoyed. Yeah, you had a goat drop on it. Okay, so my one sword, uh, I am attacking with a seven. But I have another sword. Mm-hmm. No waiting. And it attacks with a nine. Apparently done. No. Less huh. agile with one foot. <laughs> this is this has been a turn, people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes. Chomasa, you all set? I'm all set. I'm off nursing my foot. Thamia, you are all that stands between this goat getting another turn to just Gosh. wreck all of you or no slaying it. Can you hit the goat? A thing that, for the most part, your colleagues have not been good at doing. Let's Can, hit you, hit Can you hit a goat? I believe in you. Okay, so... If I rolled an eight, mm-hmm. what do I roll with inspiration? It's a bardic inspiration is 1d6. A d6? Go for it. Yep. Yep. We're rolling that. <sighs> Magic. Come on. Come on, <laughs> dice, baby. I rolled a four, which is 12. 12 hits a goat. Yay! 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 Even a Work. giant infernal goat. Roll damage, uh, Thamia. I rolled an eight. As Thamia takes in the scene of you all attempting to murder a goat, uh, your uh, half-giant friend strides over and just stabs it in the gut with a sword. The goat dies with an infernal bleat. (laughs) That was an infernal bleat. That was was very scary and intimidating. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that bardic inspiration paid off because I was feeling pretty useless. Yeah. No, you did great. Thank you for that. It Teamwork. We survived. Makes the dream work. Yep. Heck yeah. So I rolled a 20 to Arcana to check this thing out. Okay. Uh, you are studying the goat. Uh, the symbol carved into its forehead is uh, suggests that it has been cursed and possessed by an entity straight from the Nine Hells itself. It is not really a goat so much as a goat-shaped container for some kind of hellish uh, nightmare entity that you have now removed from existence. 
So we probably shouldn't try to make curry out of this goat. <laughs> Although I bet it would be Ooh. spicy. Mm-hmm. 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 I like spicy. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Not uh, how much ichor do you like in your curry? <laughs> Ick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, also, I'll just tell you, Lee, as you study it, you suspect to the right weird uh, collector, the glyph marked uh, horn of the ram is probably worth something, too. Cut that baby off. Sure. Yep. yep. All right. Just add that to the same pouch where you keep those mephit fangs. Oh, mix them all um, up for a great witch's brew. Mm. Honestly, I want to find the collector that wants all of these things and then to just take them out because I don't trust anybody (laughs) who's collecting this particular stuff. It's just somebody who runs like a really sad pawn shop. (laughs) Um, I'm picturing all these fangless methods coming in like, are you (laughs) fang? Or like costumes for Halloween. That's right. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's mainly a it's a place. It's a pop up yeah, store. Yeah, store. <laughs> it comes yeah, once a year. <laughs> it's in Diagon Alley. Mm. Mm. Oh man! So uh, you decide that this is probably a good time to head further up the, the what? path. What? No, we go home. <laughs> <laughs> Don't speak for us. I like how he didn't even give us the yeah, choice. You decide. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Obviously, you're going to keep going. Maybe you wanted to sit down maybe it's me and take to... a rest for an hour so people can use some hit dice mm-hmm. if they need to. I could use some you healing. Could, yeah, maybe here uh, next to the simmering infernal remains of this goat it's demon. It's nice and warm. Take, right, yeah, we're like in a glacier. Do that- we want to do? I, I don't know how people are. I'm doing okay. I only have two more spells for the entire day, so healing yeah, I'm people. I'm at 13 I could do out it, of 21, but- which is not great. I do I'm have all out of my. 25. I've got six spell slots, so that's a decent amount. But I don't know what else we're gonna face. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Using a hit I, I figure we'll probably me. face something even worse than, than a goat. goat right. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, Erica. <laughs> Um, yeah, I could two, use two a hit die. <laughs> All right, can we take an hour? Yeah, all right, totally. Let's take I feel hour. like I probably took an hour to just, just you know, do that really in-depth in- investigation that Lee just did of this goat, and like, yeah. you know, I, I suspect that like cutting off a horn of a goat take that takes a while because you got to get like the right kind of angle and saw and saw and saw. You can't just do that with a sword. It's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, that was good. So I'm up to twenty of twenty-one. Same. Good. Uh, can I get a reminder on a hit dice how that works? Roll a say... hit die for you, which is probably a d10. 10 or 12. For fighters, I am 10, not I think. Find... Oh, is so it if you... under your HP, perhaps? Like, there should be, like, a little hit dice. Or if you're in D&D Beyond, just click on short rest, and it'll tell you yep. what the hit die is. All right. So you have rested. This is, you know, turning out to be quite a saga as you trudge up the mountains. Um, you know, it is. It has been some time now since your uh, the simple days of uh, just fighting some magma methods in the streets of White Sparrow, and you feel yourself getting closer to the top of the Ghost Peak Mountains. The top of the mountain has basically been blown off, and there is just a smoking crater ahead of you, uh, and the path. Uh, up toward the mountains, kind of, uh, it seems like it would, in the past, it would have uh, gone up to uh, the top of the mountain's peak itself, uh, but it basically just kind of drops off here into an immense crater. Uh, Let me, I think as you look out there, you have a pretty uninterrupted view of a bunch of stuff in the crater, so you probably can't quite make out details on the far walls, but looking out across 
this huge crater. Um, there's a swirling haze of ash rising up from the deep crater. Uh, within it rest the remains of a fallen palace made of crystal that you see far on the northern edge uh, of the chamber. Uh, deep cracks shoot through the crystalline structure, and even from here, you can see the corpses of several winged creatures, perhaps angels, perhaps devils, littered on the snowy slopes around it. Uh, slightly closer to the edge of the crater from which your path has deposited you is the immense crystal, uh, presumably, head of a statue of some kind of god half buried in the snow of the crater. Oh. I sorry, just enjoyed all the three or four of us. Oh my god, it goes with the hand. <laughs> is, is the size uh, appropriate to match that ha- the hand? Yeah, uh, hard to we say. We need to bring it back to us, though. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> clearly. clearly. Yeah. Did, I'll just drag pro- it. Who brought a protractor? <laughs> Not I. Yeah. So, uh, it is a, a decent drop down from the crater where you are to the floor. Uh, or, I guess, it's a drop from the path to the floor of the crater. Mm. How far How, are we talking? Do we like... have any rope? Yeah. Cause... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am the Tony, finest silken rope, let me tell you. <laughs> mine's mine's uh, merely hemp. It's a good 20 or 30 feet down. Okay. I got, I got 50, 50 feet, feet of rope. We're all set. Yeah. How... How slippery is this surface? How slippery is ice? Okay. Medium slippery. <laughs> Medium slippery. And slippery. Now, I mean, the ice can, like, as as a Wisconsinite turned Canadian, I can tell you that there are a lot of different, like, slippery factors of right. ice. It can be very slippery. It can be not slippery very Could much Could we possibly utilize uh, Chomasa's awesome fireness to, like, Melt like <laughs> Make a slide down. Ooh, a slide. I want the slide. Work, I'm thinking more to come back up again. Oh. Well, I think oh, we you're just, we're going to get I'm, out. I, I know. So, I'm oh, optimistic. optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> just leave. You know, I will you probably in your in your adventuring pack probably have you know at least one person has some good climbing rope and yeah, you know a little exactly. a little hammer and some like a uh, metal pins we that can you can hammer leave into some here. Rope. Yeah, and then I will just leave my. I'm perfectly happy to leave my rope just here as our exit. Do you guys strategy. want to leave all your rope here? No. 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 <laughs> just f- 50 oh, feet of hemp you sure? rope. The hopeful, hopeful face of a DM that hates ropes. all of your rope. <laughs> hey, at least no we're one using a stupid rope. magic rope, right? <laughs> at least we're no. using rope for something that you can actually use rope use for. Rope yeah, for. No, yeah, no, this is, yeah. I craft right. a zip line out of rope. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we shoot an arrow. Yeah, we shoot a crossbow <laughs> bolt down, the- make a zip line, throw your belt over it. Whee! Yeah. Cannon. I'm just, I'm just, uh, you know, tying my rope to an outcropping, right. or like, you know, pounding it in with some. I have drawn pounds. rope on the map. <laughs> Yay! Ah, yeah. uh, that That's truly, rope, that feels like my Good greatest job. victory as a player, making the DM draw a rope <laughs> on the map. <laughs> All right, so this is the always exciting part. Who is going to be the first person to try climbing down the rope? Who will be the person that needs to be rescued by others? Okay, so I'm going to stand at the edge where I can see people go. And if someone slips, I'm going to cast Levitate on them. Yes. Smart. Um, I think I should probably go first because I'm the largest and the heaviest to make sure that it's like solid enough. And so if I fall, I don't land on somebody. 
All right, here's Smart. how it's going to work. Uh, you are going to make an athletics check to climb down the rope. Uh, because you have put a rope in place and not just tried to climb down the slippery side of the crater, you're going to have advantage on that check. So, I, um, Thania, I am, give I'm also, as I have a pretty decent strength, I am also going to sort of monitor the the rope. So if it does seem like it is coming Un unglued from the, the top. <laughs> you know, I will try to grab it and you know, right. at least slow Thamia's descent. All right. Sounds great. All right. So, Thamia, first up, give me an athletics check with advantage. So, 2d20 plus your, uh, er, and take the higher roll and then add your athletics, which uh, I assume is for a Goliath pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so, 14. All right. You have no trouble descending the rope landing successfully at the floor of the crater. It is cold. It is icy. There's bits of crystal shards everywhere, Thamia. Um, in the distance, you can see the strange structure of the half-covered head. And I'll reveal a little bit more of the um, crystal palace itself in the uh, the distance. How's that? Ooh. All right. Thamia is down safely. Who is next? Um, I will go last. I, I am also... <laughs> At the base, like keeping the rope taut, and I'm ready to cap, cap, cap catch me, we cap, 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 <laughs> capture someone to use as, yes. as bait. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that's what I kept trying to. Qrsol slide his way down this rope. Give me an athletics check uh, with advantage, Qrs. Advantage. I like advantage because my athletics is one. Seventeen. All right, you know you're you're you you have no trouble getting. Should have made the zipline. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go next. All right, Lee, the monk, eighteen with advantage. All right, you make it look like you know it was basically a ladder that happened to vaguely look like a rope. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going. Chomasa and Reed Coral, you're the only ones up in the, still there at the edge of the crater. I'm going. All right, Chomasa, roll twice, take higher. I got twenty three. All right, no trouble. <laughs> You're down there. Reed Quarrel is all alone. I'm still ready to cast Levitate if I need to. I got a 16. All right. You are safely down. Yay, team. Woo. All right. Now that we've done our only good rolls for the day. (laughs) I I would like to, if there's any way to just sort of like make sure that the rope is sort of draped so it's not super obvious that there's a piece of rope there. I would like to, Uh to do that sort of make it so that, you know, somebody else isn't going to come along and like tear it down or... Uh, I think it would be really hard to tear it down. I think you, I mean it supported all your weight. They'd yeah. have to climb up and undo right. it. I just there. that's it. I don't want anybody to yeah. notice it if possible. I think that it's probably it is unfortunately pretty obvious that it's a rope okay. on the side of a cavern. Um but um you know, it's also like I don't know. They'd have to climb up there and then what would they do? They just live up there then. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> they climb up there and then fling themselves from the cliff back down. <laughs> um all right. So, uh, what would you like to do? You have climbed down. Um, the, cr- the 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 floor of the crater is weird. There is there's lots of ice, but there's also lots of um, crystal shards. It's a little bit like walking on broken glass here. It is deathly quiet, except for the sound of your footsteps on this like crystal that makes kind of a cracking noise everywhere you go. Well, I guess we're not going to be subtle about our approach. Yeah. No. Shall um, we well, go straight to the the palace, or should we take a look at that giant head? Well, I want to look at the head's on the way. Let's the head. check it out. Yeah. yeah. 
I was all afraid right. you were all going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so You were right! <laughs> uh, you make your way toward the immense, gargantuan, crystal head half buried in the snow. It lies on its side. Uh, with You can just kind of see the face in profile if you were looking on it from down above. Um, and all around it is a bed of shattered glass crystal. Huge spikes standing up from the ground some all of them as sharp as swords some of them more like like lances or halberds are huge and uh it, you know just getting near it is going to require um some acrobatics checks to pick your way across carefully um i recommend not crawling across it <laughs> just pro tip um i'm gonna keep my distance so I'll, I'll, it's hard to make out it. the details of the head uh, in the kind of uh, ashy fog that hangs over it. So if you want to get close to the head, you're going to have to climb across this uh, field of, of broken crystals, uh, which would require an acrobatics check to avoid taking piercing damage. Who wants to do that? Mm. Sure. My acrobatics is plus six, but can I roll well enough? Mine's, a plus, mine's a plus four. I'm game for it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. Okay, I'll try. All right, Lee, Chomasa, and Qaris, uh head over that way. Maybe Reed Quarrel and Thamia ha hang back for now. Yeah. You're still within sight of each other. Yeah. Right. 21. I also got 21. 13. All right. Uh, even a 13 is enough, so you pick your way carefully. Uh, you know, Qaris uh, falls behind a little bit as Chomasa and Lee leap from shard to shard, making their way across the field of glass. Uh, the size of the head is immense. It's just, it seems like it's, it's just impossible to take in what, who could have built this thing? Wh who does it represent? Why is it here? Uh, you know, and this is presumably just the head of a of a, an immense statue. Uh, Lee and uh, Chomasa, as you're looking at it, uh, you hear kind of a strange gurgling noise, and you then you're, it kind of comes into focus. It's hard here in the hazy, ash-laden air. Um, you see uh, a figure, um, a body of a large winged humanoid uh, that is basically impaled upon uh, the. Uh, one of these giant shards of crystal uh yeah. sticking out of the uh of the ground um you know it's it's and there is the 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 giant shard is uh is is dripping with quicksilver blood uh that is pooling beneath it as uh q is looking at the head he's going to take out the circlet again and put it on all right Um, all right, I rolled a uh, 21 for an Arcana check. Do I sense anything about it? Anything arcane about it? Or yeah. does it just... Uh, you study this creature and you recognize that this is a, uh, a celestial. It is similar uh, to the, uh, the to the, uh, your friend Serene that you met, uh, met earlier today. Uh, specifically, you even know that this is a celestial known as a solar. Um, which is a different type of angel, different, you know, different job classification than that uh, of, of Serene, who was a, a, a diva. Um, but uh, this is a creature that uh, specifically impaled upon this huge piece of crystal uh, that its its palace was presumably made from is painfully dying, but at the same 
uh, same way uh, seems to be dying very slowly and perhaps uh, though you cannot um, uh, heal this creature as, as evidenced by your experience trying to treat uh, Serene, perhaps you could free it from this suffering. This is very sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we like we can get can we get close enough to lift it off the shard or is it too it's big. He's a good the, the creature is a good eight feet up there, so you could you could try and figure out how to do that. What about a uh, so medicine check? I will say, so could we out... melt it? Could I melt it with my fire? Q R S Thammy and Lee, you're there. Chomasa and Reed, Coral, you're back. You're not entirely sure what's going on. Yeah, I'm just watching from a distance and keeping I'm sort of keeping an eye out around my friends. So if something yeah. else pops up, like I have 120 feet range with my uh mm-hmm. with my chill touch. So I'm 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 just keeping an eye out. Yep. And I'm hanging out to protect Reed Coral just in case anything happens on the side. How okay. tall are is Thamia? It's a very good question. Probably at least eight feet or so. Yeah. Goliaths are big. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, you know, if 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 you guys wanted to holler up at us, you know, Thamia could try and to make her way down and... and like knock off the top of the spire and lift, you know, because you're tall enough to be able to like lift the angel over your head yeah. off of the spire. Yeah, I'm willing to do that if you do that. But I'm not sure that we would be able to see that from here. Um <clears throat> Could I stand on someone's shoulders? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty tough. You could try. How? I mean, how... Lee might be better at standing on anyone's shoulders than you are. Yeah. given Lee's. That's true. I ha- I just figured making a medicine check. I don't mm. know what Lee. What's your medicine score like? Plus two. Same as mine. So you might as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I'm. We could try. Okay. So I'm lifting you up. Sure. What kind of check acrobatics? A- athletics for me. I got a 23. All right. You have no trouble clamoring up your dragonborn friend uh, as if you've been practicing this. And I got a 20 to a medicine check. All right. This uh, creature, this celestial being, uh, is mortally wounded uh, and is in some kind of perpetual state of dying. Uh, if you could get it off of the... Uh, um, uh, the the shard on which it's been impaled, uh, perhaps you could give it a more dignified uh, death. I rolled a twenty-one on a strength check. Would that do to lift it? Yeah. So uh, you know it's a little bit awkward, uh, but perhaps maybe the, the, the between the three of you, um, you 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 spend some time and you're you know it's hard. You have to you know push him upward off of the uh, push, I should say it, the angel upward off of the, the spire on which it's been impaled, which is uh, quite hard, uh, but you're able to do it and then kind of catch the angel and, and, uh, and lower it, uh, it to the, uh, to the ground next to the spire. It's quite a production. It takes you a little while to do it, uh, but then you are gathered around the angel. Uh, meanwhile, Thamia and Reed Quarrel are, you know, I don't know, 20 or 30 feet away uh, on the other side of the uh, the field of glass uh, of crystal shards that uh, seem to have uh, created, uh, you know, a, a situation that Reed and, and uh, Thamia did not feel like uh, 
dealing with as far as traipsing yeah. across glass. Uh, Reed Coral, uh, you feel like a, a sudden kind of um, kind of a, a burst of, of warm, hot air uh, kind of behind you to the right. Uh, well, I mean, I've been trying to keep lookout, so I feel uh-huh. like that would be a thing that I would I would notice. Uh, All I right, will, you, I will quickly turn. I'm on, you turn. on guard. Uh, there's kind of a fiery oval uh, in the in the air right next to you, and uh, the a, a form you recognize, uh, the devil uh, rays who you you met in a previous adventure, steps through. Uh, rays, is that you? Oh, Rick Quarrel. Didn't think I'd be uh, meeting you again so soon. How are things? Uh, they've been better. Uh, apparently a palace has crashed into the mountains and it's causing some trouble here. Indeed. That's why I'm here. Are you here to help us, uh, clean it up and ensure that no portal into, um, what was it? Uh, the Land of Din, uh, happens? Uh, well, I, I'll be honest. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, I didn't didn't think you would be here. Didn't expect anyone here. Think of me more as just a an observer, a neutral third party. So you're not here to help open any portals, is what you're saying? There is things are complicated. Insight check. <laughs> sure. Uh, let's see. How was my insight? Oh, my insight's pretty good. It's a plus five, so that's an eighteen. Uh, what do you want insight on specifically? Uh, I want to know if I really think that he actually is telling me the truth about being a neutral third party observer sure. and whatever it is you were just about to say, I want to know yes. like, yeah, yeah. how I'm reading uh, You that. know, it's hard to say. Uh, Raze is a devil, a very tricky, uh, creature who did attempt to convince you on first meeting that it was, uh, an angel, mm-hmm. uh, one that seems to be not what it was. Um, and, but, uh... You know, uh, also, though you do not have any kind of formal business relationship with Ray's, uh, somewhat, uh, Ray's does seem somewhat curious, perhaps even sympathetic about your situation since you were part of a group of adventurers that uh, freed. Yeah, I was uh, one of the from two people who centuries actually. Centuries of captivity. Yeah, I was one of the two who actually, like, stepped forward and specifically, like, scuffed the lines so that he could uh, get away. I'm simply here to observe. Uh, certain employers of mine uh, are very interested to know how things are going to end up here. Ah, so you are observing, reporting back to your bosses, making a, a daily reports or something like that? <laughs> something Spreadsheets. like that. Spreadsheets. <laughs> mm, it's all very, very boring. Ah, uh, I see. I uh, Paperwork. Paperwork, yes. Uh, uh, do you have the authority to... It, intervene should things go in any particular direction that your bosses well want. i'd have to put in a requisition for that and well that's probably outside of my pay grade i am just just a single servant here simply to report back what is seen and you know legions will deal with with whatever comes from this it's you can understand these things are very complicated I indeed. I mean, you know, some of my even, uh, some of my compatriots, the idea of well, of 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 Theron crossing over into your plane, uh, that if that excites them, you know, all the better for him to stop lounging around in the nine hells, and you know, it's it's an opportunity for others, whereas others would preserve prefer to uh, uh, leave your 
your your real realm is more of a fertile hunting ground that is uh, uh, open to all. So it's uh, a lot of politics. You know how the office can get. Uh, even even in the clergy, we have especially. Uh, mm-hmm. Indeed. Okay. Well, uh, it's it's nice to see you. Don't uh, mind me. I'll just I'll just be hanging around here for a little while. All right. That that is uh, that's fine with me. I, I I feel in the interest of of openness and honesty, I should tell you that we are going to try to stop the uh, the opening to uh, Theron. That's very important to us here as mortals on this plane. So that's that's what we are about. Best of luck. Openness and honesty. I like that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, <laughs> on the other side of the field of broken glass, um, Q, uh, Chomasa, Kuwaris, and Lee, you are gathered around uh, the dying form of a solar that you have taken down from uh, the spire. Uh, its eyes kind of flicker open as it they seem maybe they're not really focusing um, on, on you, but it, he kind of he kind of uh, looks at, at uh, each of you in turn and says, My name is Oberon, and you have done me a great service. What happened? I was injured when the palace was attacked. We fell to this place. I have lain here suffering for days. He kind of reaches it i should say it it reaches and it it takes uh from the just there's a huge gaping wound in its torso and the 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 angel reaches for its own quicksilver blood and reaches out with its 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 hand and said please hold out your weapons okay Okay. i hold out my weapons all right uh the uh (laughs) the the angel kind of paints uh, each of your weapons with some of its own blood uh, and kind of nods and fades away and they're suddenly in the ashy cavern uh, not cavern, ashy crater uh, a million little golden moats floating up toward the sky uh, each of your weapons counts as a magic weapon uh, with a plus one bonus to attack rolls and damage rolls Whoa. until the next dawn wow cool um, you know, so uh, Overon has floated away uh, into nothingness. There is a rock sitting there, uh, just kind of a you know a decent sized little pebble uh, that looks like it might have been perhaps you know in a pouch on his belt, uh, lying there on the ground. I will pick it up. All right. Uh, this is I don't know how you pronounce it. I O U N. Yaun, 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 Yaun. Ayun is how I've always heard it. Ayun, but I don't know if that's right. This is an Ayun stone. Um, it is a kind of a kind of uh, celestial artifact, and as you pick it up, Qaris, uh, you know that whoever holds this stone um, can 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 speak and read celestial. Yeah. Is this one of those ones that you like throw up and it like spins around your head all the time? I don't think so. I always thought that was I know what you're talking about. I can't remember what the name of that is, though. Okay, well, I will hold on to it unless we need to otherwise transfer it. All right, QRS, Chomas, and Lee. Oh, Celestial. Celestial. Actually, you know what? Do you want to travel back across the uh, field of glass to rejoin your friends? 
and I, I think the yes. new observer. Yeah, is there can I do a, anything yeah, yeah. about the the statue head that stick, sticks? I mean, other than the fact that it's a giant statue head in the ground, <laughs> is there anything in yeah. particular I noticed Anyone about Anyone getting it? headaches? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll do an investigation check, which I rolled a great 10. I'll do the same. Uh, uh, you know, it's an immense nine. head made of crystal. Uh, you've never seen anything. You, you, It's like impossible to even comprehend the size of the like piece of crystal that this would have been carved out of you can't even imagine anything like that um the, but it's the, not the same material as the hand no no it's not the hand is clearly okay. stone um though it's a, a stone of unfamiliar sources this does seem uh it seems like yeah you know you are very fixated on the giant head having seen a giant hand uh it does not seem like i'm gonna say with that investigation role um they don't seem like they're of the same scale Specifically, I'm going to say that the uh, the head seems even bigger mm. in scale than the hand, and they are clearly a very different uh, construction, uh, artistic styles, and certainly materials. How's that? Okay. okay. Thank you. Yeah, I think enough? I'll head back over. I'll go back. Enough, enough hand talk for uh, um, <laughs> another he- enough head talk. Just, we just mm-hmm. wanted a heads up. All right, let's go. Yep. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> roll, roll to 22 to acrobatics to get back. All right. Acrobatics, you say. Right. I rolled Who's a 14. This? I say, hey, race. As, as everybody. So, uh, Chomasa. We, we can make introductions. So, yeah, Chomasa and uh, did all of you make successful acrobatics checks to get back? Yep. Chomasa, Lee, and QRS? I okay. did a 14. All right. Yep, that's good enough. So you pick your way carefully back across the broken field of glass and crystal and find, strangely, uh, Recoral Thamia to be standing with a rather sinister-looking uh, figure. Um, it's almost kind of, you're, you're not entirely sure the nature of this creature, but you have a, a sense of unease, and it's almost like the opposite of the feeling you got being in the presence of um, of Serene or uh, even this this angel that you just recently uh, laid to rest. Mm-hmm. It it nods at the three of you. As as they were picking their way back, I introduced. I would like to say I introduced Ray's to Thamia. All right, Thamia, this is Ray's with yeah. Thamia, and then I will introduce make introductions. A pleasure. Well, to, and uh, I met I met Ray's. Yep, in our previous else. And, uh, you know, this yeah. is Kiwara. Oh yeah, so Chomasa, Lee. you recognize? And yeah. you've you've met Chomasa. Yes, I helped for you. Chomasa, good to see you again. I bow. Thamia, uh, Lee, Qaris, a pleasure. Interesting to encounter you here. Yeah. Interesting times. Yeah, apparently he Mm -hmm. is here to observe. um, Just to observe and report. Nothing sinister about that at all. Strange that you would jump to that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I would like to roll my own insight check. Yeah. Me too. That's only a 10. I mean, even with a 10, everything about this... <laughs> QRs, you love them. Uh, Lee, you seem delightful. <laughs> Lee, even with a 10, you feel like everything about this creature is sinister. Yeah, okay. but I mean, I had my tw- like 20 something on my insight check. And... You didn't think he was lying. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. Yep. You still know that he is a devil. Um, oh, for sure. You know, mm-hmm. recently freed from the basement of, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the White Sparrow uh, keep. So this is where the editor would put in, no, yeah. <laughs> listeners, see, adventure. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but, spe- 
specifically the adventure A Gleam in the King's Eye. Uh, Reed Quarrel, Chomasa, and others found all kinds of creepy things in the basement of Lord Marlon Whitesparrow, including, un- unbeknownst to him, one of his ancestors just kept a devil locked up in a, in a chamber. You know, like as you do. As you do. Royalty. What else do you do with them? Yeah, really. Yeah. Right. Um, all right, so are we picking our way to the cathedral? Palace, yeah. I think yes. Palace, yeah, thank you. Don't mind me, I'll just follow along. He kind of flaps in midair with strange bat-like wings as Ray's follows you. Is there any obvious like entrance way to get into this thing, or is it just a mess? Why don't you roll uh, an investigation check? Why don't I? Because my because I have a plus zero, that's why. No, uh, I still got a seventeen. All right, uh, you are looking around, uh, Reed Coral, for some kind of entrance into this structure. Uh, it's weird, it, it, you know. Obviously, the architecture of this structure is uh, perhaps on a different, you know, di- di- different school of thought than what you're used to in your travels in the mortal realm. Uh, specifically around scale, uh, but also the, it's as if someone took a immense, glowing, magical uh, cathedral and threw it at a rock. Uh, so <laughs> Which the, is kind uh, of what happened. <laughs> yeah, the, the structural... Uh, uh, this does not look structurally sound anymore. And as as you look around, it seems like uh, as this thing came to a rest here in the crater, uh, many uh, creatures were basically flung from it, uh, and, uh, and and perhaps some others uh, died climbing out of it, uh, suggesting that entering it would be extremely dangerous, if not impossible. Uh, as you're searching around for a, an entrance, which you do not find, uh, you do notice that there does seem to be uh, a trail of both angelic and demonic blood. The angelic blood you recognize for its quicksilver nature. The demonic blood is kind of this black, uh, sticky tar, uh, some of which you recognize from your fight with that infernal goat. And they both seem to be leading off in the northwest direction from here. Can I capture any of that silver blood and rub it all over, say, a weapon? You could try. All right. What would I try? Uh, I guess you just do it. <laughs> yeah. Your 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 sword now has uh, some silver on it. Sweet. You're not sure if that does anything. Cool. All right. Why not? Good time. I'm gonna. Um, I think I'm gonna slowly follow the trail to the northwest. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, you you all start heading off in the northwest. Uh, Ray's kind of flits around. You notice him. He uh, he seems to be paying mainly attention to the various uh, devil bodies um, bodies here, and he he just he kind of calls over his shoulder. You all all set with this? Do you mind? Do we mind what? Just going to take care of a few things. Northeast or northwest? Northwest is the trail of blood. I mean, as long as I don't get hurt, as long as we don't get hurt, Mm -hmm. you'll be fine. Do your thing? Okay. Ray's kind of flits her out. He seems to be kind of uh, taking things from the bodies, maybe like dog tags. Uh, And he crosses some of their arms and they... uh, uh, Lee, you're you're kind of maybe within 20 feet of one. Uh, the body just ignites in like kind of a flash, fl- flash fire, and then poof, and there's there's just kind of like 
embers in the air. Uh, Raze of- goes about doing that with the uh, the, the last uh, remaining demons scattered around on the snow. What here. kind of a role would it be to to see? Is it like a history or an arcana to like understand what he's doing and why? I would say arcana or religion. Okay, um, I will try religion. You could also just ask him. I could. I just want to know like what I think first, uh, and that's mm-hmm. a thirteen. So. A 13? Okay. I would say, especially given what you have observed so far with uh, dying angels, it seems like when creatures from another plane uh, die here, or they, they seem to go back to uh, uh, the realm from which they came from, but perhaps they need a little bit of assistance getting unstuck from this realm uh, in order to make that transition. I see. So Ray's seems to be floating about doing something similar to the demons as uh, uh, you were able to do for uh, our, uh, uh, Serene with your Cure Wound spell. Uh, he also seems to be, he's, he's got a little notebook that he has he pulled out from somewhere and he's, mm. he's writing down uh, things in the notebook as he flits around doing that. He did say he was there to, you know, observe, observe and report. So that makes, that makes sense. I'm fine yeah. with that. All right. Uh, so he'll, he's going to do that as you uh, as you all head off to the uh, the northwest, if that's what you want to do. Yep. Yeah, I would also, as we go, like to check in on any of the angelic forms and see if we can, you know, do a similar thing for for any of them. Sure, uh, uh, read Coral if you want. You can do a uh, a religion check on any angel to give it kind of last rites. Sure, I will. I will do that. Uh, how many of them are there here? Uh, there's a bunch. Well, I'm gonna say that there's a half dozen of them. Okay, I'm I'm gonna do it for all of them, being my I'm my <laughs> lawful cleric self. Do you want to give me roll sixty twenties and add your uh, religion modifier to them? Sure. It's uh, not gonna be. It's pretty trivial for you, I think. Okay, so that's a nineteen. Oops, that one's only a six. What's your modifier though? Oh, I, that's with modifier. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The that that angel fire. does not go gently into the night. Yeah. 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 You know what, Reed? We'll say it's going to take you a while, mm-hmm. uh, but you do the work necessary to help each of these angels on to the, uh, the, the yep. wherever they go, uh, and you gain inspiration from from this act. Um, okay. There, there is now a variety of devil bodies, uh, but an ever increasing number of devil bodies around as uh, rays uh, flits between them. Uh, I'm also going to say anyone who hangs around knows there do seem to be at least kind of based on style and uh, maybe other their 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 garments or the general appearance, two types of of devils uh, among the the uh, the sets of of uh, remains here. Okay, would we need to do like an arcana to learn more? You could try. Uh, 16? Uh, it's, you suspect that they might be from different uh, areas of the nine planes. Uh, sorry, of the nine hells. Uh, other than that, you're not sure. Okay. You could always ask Ray's if you're curious. <laughs> he might tell you. And it might even be the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I played that on the bagpipes as we went. <laughs> it's kind of hard. All right, so uh, you've you've taken some time to use laid angels to rest. Ray's is is busy at work laying demons to rest, taking notes in his notebook, and you follow the trail of angel and demon blood 
uh, to the northwest edge of the crater. Uh, Ray seems to be kind of hanging back a little less. Before he was just like, he was practically like in your group uh, following along. He seems to be a little bit more kind of keeping his distance uh, this time. Sure, that's totally fine. Probably totally fine. Uh, let me describe what you see in the northwest corner of the crater. Uh, so, um, in the northwest uh, edge of the crater, you can see that there is just the kind of, there's like a huge uh, crack in the icy crater wall. And from that crack, there is a river of black water and streaming clouds of gray smoke flowing out. Uh, the river splits as it flows out from underneath the icy outcropping into a crevasse, separating the cracked wall from the floor of the crater by a good 20 feet of this river of black liquid. Um, the uh, You can see, uh, even in the kind of smoke, uh, some kind of glyph that has been etched into the uh into the wall kind of by the the opening uh in the in the crater wall itself is it the um, same glyph that we've been seeing certainly similar yeah. in style hmm. does that look okay on the map does that make sense sorry i'm having a hard time oh i think there was some stuff not hidden that or no it's all good all right, now so this Everything is, is fine. this okay. is the this is the river this is and ice. then there's an entrance over yeah. here up here yeah. is this what we're seeing oh, okay Yep, okay. there's like an icy triangle between the rivers. How far, how wide is the river? 20 feet. Okay. And what, can we tell what it is? Like you said, uh, it's black stuff. <laughs> is it the, is it could, like demon uh, blood? Watch this. Dungeon Masters, watch this. One could tell what it is. <laughs> what would one need what? to roll in like order to, to determine one. that? <laughs> uh, I think a nature check. All right, I will make a nature check, but I will also turn in my head over my shoulder to Raze, wherever he's standing way back, and be like, uh, Raze, do you know what this substance is here? Raze, Raze kind of flaps over to all of you, having dealt with the demons. And I got a 14 on my nature check. I rolled a nature check. Um, I got 13. Raze uh, kind of looks at it. Uh, it's almost like he didn't notice what was going on on this side of the crater until now. I wouldn't drink that. Uh, you study it, uh, uh, Requirrel, you rolled a, what'd you roll on your nature check? 14. Uh, you get the sense that this water is toxic and polluted by necrotic energy. Oh, I would mm. recognize necrotic energy for sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh, for sure. I got right. a zero on a nature check. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Give me a straw. Are you feeling thirsty? I stop, yeah. <laughs> I stop Lee from drinking the water. <laughs> Man, how did you survive so long as I'm back in the wilderness? She's very trusting, is the thing. <laughs> you know, you're an air genasi. If you wanted to, somebody to identify water, you should have brought a water genasi. Uh -huh. yep. Yep. Uh, Q and Thamia keep me out of trouble. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, how are we going to get okay. over this? Um, more rope? <laughs> uh, I, I ask Raze, Raze, would you be willing to shuttle us over to the other side of this uh, river. Raise, uh, raises an eyebrow and says I would not. Now if we put a fox with us <laughs> and then leave the <laughs> chicken If you leave, the, if you the, leave the devil and a bag of grass on one side of the <laughs> You should say, you know, uh, it, 
uh, Reed Corlin, it occurs to you that you've never come into physical contact with rays before, and that, mm-hmm. you know, might be some unintended side effects of that. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. I wouldn't, are, I wouldn't necessarily know that. So are there no, any points in this river that are narrower? Uh, yeah, there's some. Like up here? Yeah, it's they, it, is not, it is not uniform. There's also, Dan, wait for it, some points that are wider. I like that. <laughs> um, is there a way that we could like pull some of the crystals and lay it down to have like stepping stones in the river? Do you think of necrotic um, energy? I don't the, know. The, the, the river is pretty far below you, I would say, because mm. um, oh, okay. there's like a yeah, it's um, yeah. So I it's like a cap. Uh, yeah. In fact, I would say it's canyon? yeah, it's a crevasse. So crevasse. Well, yeah. There is a stream here. It's a our, fancy I, crevice. Just, just and yeah. then it, uh, yeah, and it uh, uh, vase. Um and it, it, there's like little waterfalls that go down to. So it's yeah, you know what? Okay. Check this out. It's like a good eighty foot drop to the oh, uh, okay. to the to the black liquid below. That is a okay. big drop. That's... This black liquid right here, before it tumbles into the crevasse, is much more conveniently located. Okay, um, so how how wide is this space right here? Uh, let's say 15 feet. But we're still talking, is there still an 80-foot drop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. From one side to the other side? No, no, down. Okay. It's okay. 80 feet down. Okay. okay, right. So we can go over, but we're going to need... We're going to need a way to affix... If we're going to use a rope, we need a way to affix the rope to the other or, side. Or, like... Uh, what? How Might far I can suggest? people jump? <laughs> I'm not jumping twenty feet. I'm, I'm pretty strong, and I can only jump fourteen feet. Okay, like okay. whatever your strength is. If that's I how recall, far. Lee can levitate yeah. or levitate one of us. But can they levitate themselves? Yeah. Or okay. Or well, so I was going to suggest, but if only one of us levitates, maybe someone levitates over there with a rope and gotcha. secures it. Okay. So that we have the rope secured on both sides so, because I like a rope that's secured on both sides. I don't know. That's just me. Very maybe. good point. Um. So yeah, I mean, Lee and I have experience uh, with <laughs> <laughs> levitation games, um, and I feel like I could be a very that is the worst John Grisham novel I've ever read. <laughs> I, I like the movie though, um, mm-hmm. uh, so I could be like a good base for it too. If we can't find a place to tie it or secure the rope on the other side. And then zipline, because I'm guess, are, are, is it like equal? <laughs> We're <laughs> gonna make a zipline before this adventure's over. It's all <laughs> of course we are. <laughs> yes, because I mean it's a little bit of a darker gray. So I, I'm in my mind, I'm pl- assuming that it's like at a lower elevation, so we can zipline down. Yeah, do we have from... to like zip down to the? It is now zipline. Okay. All right, yes. zipline <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, this this is called providing you with your own petard and seeing if you choose to hoist. <laughs> you don't hoist up a zipline, Tony. Please. Right? Well, but you, in order to set up a zipline, you got to hoist something. <laughs> but we're at the top right now, so yeah, yeah. Unless somebody's got a better idea, I think that might be our best option because it seems like going down eighty mm-hmm. feet is not really gonna not go a well. Good plan. Yeah, unless there's like debris long enough to like make a bridge across. But it does yeah. not seem like the uh, like especially if it's uh, ice, the crystal the crystal crystal and ice kind of, seems like dangerous. Like, I think there's anything we're gonna be construct like a bridge over troubled waters, but I think we could probably yeah. zip one. And necrotic is like the most troubled of waters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe that was what Simon and Garfinkel said, yes. 
<laughs> All right, oh. so am I, am I levitating Thamia? Is that what's happening here? I think that seems like a decent yeah. plan. Give her a push. Right. Yeah, give me, give her me a little there. bit more information. I, so you, I don't think you technically have a plan yet. You have an idea. <laughs> we have an idea. Yes. Yeah. Thamia's gonna take. So the take idea is levitate Thamia. Step one. But give, but, step two. Right. No, no, she's With gonna. We're, we're gonna hold. Yeah, exactly. Yes. She's gonna get one end of the rope. <laughs> we're gonna hold the other end of the rope and spool it out as she levitates. All right, uh, Lee. Do you want to remind us how levitate works? Because I think there's some challenges for movement when you're levitating, right? Well, I think we can just push her. So mm-hmm. okay. Um, one, when does when does she stop moving? <laughs> when she reaches the ground. When she reaches. Yeah, like I can end the spell and she'll float down. Yeah. Okay. Um, gently. Yeah, gently. So, so basically, Thamia can just launch herself off of this cliff. You cast Levitate, and instead of her falling to her demise in the crevasse, she floats peacefully to the other side. Yeah. All right, and she's holding a rope. Yes. And she's holding one rope. end. And one, one end of, of the you, rope. One of you is holding the other end of the rope. Correct. Alleged. Allegedly. Possibly several, maybe several of us are all <laughs> cooperating. Yeah. Everybody but me, says each player. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm helping. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Thamia, you are on the other edge of the... Do you want to put your token where you end up? Um, I don't know. That purple circle kind of scares me a little bit. I did put a symbol on the map where there is uh, something... There's yeah, a, we're gonna have like, to go in there anyway. So I, I know the glyph that you already yeah. told us about, though. Yep, there's a glyph. Yeah. So yeah, so maybe you just want to be like right over, over here, the edge so that we can zip line down. Okay. Or you know, back a little farther. Uh, yeah. Wherever you want to go. That's yeah. That's perfect. All right. All right. And then I'm gonna secure it into the ground in a way. Or nah, I'll just hold it. I'll just like wrap it around your waist. Yeah, so strong. like a like a um, tug of war. So, all right. Yep. Yeah. So you've got it wrapped around your waist. Yep. And the other end of it is still being held by the four I of you. I think we're gonna secure it. You have to into- secure it somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Ray's takes up kind of a location over where he feels like he has a good just good view of what's going on here. <laughs> he seems Fair. he seems to be perhaps laughing uh, I look at I look at Reed Quarrel and say I don't really like your friend <laughs> oh we are not friends ah. we are uh, okay we have I'll met mm-hmm. previously ah. and did not uh come to each other fair right. enough I'm interested to see what happens next me too uh so <laughs> yeah. we should secure this with like another if we've got another like a piton or something like that that we can like mm-hmm. hammer into the ice tie it around okay it. <laughs> there's no, there's certainly no convenient tree here in this. No, no, no. horrible crater shattered, filled with crystal. And someone's ice. got an adventurer's kit, right? Yeah, you've got more metal pins. So you have from one edge of the cliff. We'll say it's an, a, a gentle decline of. Uh, it's like you know, Thamia's maybe ten feet down from all of you. Um, and uh, yeah, so the the rope goes from metal spike that you have driven into the ground to where Thamia is holding it. Excellent. Mm-hmm. About 40 I'll- feet away, 10 feet lower, because it's like 20 feet across the, the thing, and then Thamia has given herself another 15, 20 feet of, uh, I don't know, landing room there. Landing space. Landing, landing, landing space. space. Yep. All, right. All right. All right, so I'm ready. What is, what is the next part of this, and I hesitate to use this word, <laughs> plan? Plan. Plan. <laughs> that uh, you, this, this word that you adventurers keep using, a plan. Uh, so I think Thamia is going to. Tighten the rope so that we can just, you know, use a bell to 
yeah. zip line down and land, and she'll down. be there to to soften the blow. My question, I turn to my friends and I say, my question is, uh, sh- do we want to leave behind this rope as well, and all of us uh, zip down it, or do we want to zipping down is way more fun than zipping it back up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or unhook the rope and have the last person jump. I. Don't I, I getting like, back up seems challenging without a rope. Right. Yeah. True. That's true. Yeah. Good point. All right. So whose rope is this? And <laughs> that we are leaving. We here. can use mine. My lovely silken rope. Well, a it'll be good rope for would zipping. Be easier easier mm. to zip. That's true. Yeah. Designed for it. Yeah. Yes. I paid uh, extra uh, for the zipline rope. <laughs> Once again, I will I will go last because I'll just sort of like, you know stand on the on the python in the you know just make sure that it's staying as, as stable as possible all right so Thammy has gone first reed coral has declared that uh she will go last who will go who will be the first zipline contestant i'm gonna I'll go get... but i'm actually gonna tightrope walk it all right <gasps> no Lee, give me an acrobatic check with uh advantage 24 all right, nice. you are you are expertly across cartwheels. Uh, there's, there's a there's a there's a soft uh, golf clap from Race. <laughs> Ten from the devil judge. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, just gonna put Q you over there. Q will go over. He's gonna use a right. belt from his spare uh, mm-hmm. outfit, just a leather belt. Put over. All right, zip down. It's important to use it from the spare outfit, from not from your current. It's holding my sword up. Yeah, like all your all your stuff. Yeah, starts all your. What you don't want to do is like be halfway down a zip line and like your your bag of holding falls open. <laughs> all my <laughs> change <laughs> falls out of my pockets. Yeah, oh, good. <laughs> your bagpipes. Right. Give mm. yeah, give me an acro. That would be horrible if we lost your, <laughs> no, acro- your bagpipes no. here. My bagpipes. <laughs> Uh, quick acrobatics check with advantage. Q Warris. Advantage, he says. A Bard. 18. All right, Q Warris, you are safely on the other side of the crevasse. Oh, friends. Hooray. Tomasa, I, I think you are next. I am How next. How acrobatic are you? I'm pretty. I have uh, plus four, so. Oh, that's, that's solid. With advantage. That's a good thing, because I needed it. Uh, no. 22. No problem, expertly. Do you want to tell us how you how you get over there? Why is there more than one rope now? What's going on? <laughs> there was an error. It's fine. No, don't, look too, okay. don't look too closely at the extra rope. Uh, I am also using a spare. It just disappeared. Mm-hmm. I also am now using spare going. belts. And I, because it's like silken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's rope hijinks happening on the map every time the is my favorite part of the adventure. Why, I tried Tony to fix it. Why are there three? Well, that's happening. I glide smoothly down. All right. You glide smoothly down, land confidently next to Thamia. All right. I suppose it's my turn. Not very good at acrobatics. Do we need Lee ready for a levitate? Yeah. I can't. Do you I want to tie yourself right. to the rope? As a, are there any safety precautions that you would like to take, Reed Quarrel, before you do this? Um, you tie yourself to the rope, tie yourself to the Crystal Palace, tie yourself to Ray's. Uh, <laughs> I think tying myself to my belt is actually the best way to go. Like, you know, take the two sides of it mm. around the rope, then tie that 
to my wrists. So even if okay. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm strong. I'm very strong, so I should be strong enough to just hold on. But uh, better safe than sorry. Yeah. 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 Tie my tie myself to the belt, which is then tied shut. And that's a ten and an eleven, so that comes to a twelve. All right, a 12 is good enough. Your landing is kind of sloppy. You kind of <laughs> end up upside down in a heap, uh, more or less colliding it's just like with things. I got you. It's okay. To be fair, and you're still, your pog has and been now upside a... down for like the last yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. And you are, you are like, I'm you looking. have at this point, you've tied yourself to the, the, to the zip line that Thammy is holding. So. I untie yeah, myself but, from my belt. But you've made it. You now stand uh, on the other side of the crevasse at the entrance to the huge crack in the side of the crater. Crater, crevasse, crack. Lots of... <laughs> it's great. You know what's going to be inside crack. there? The crack. Crack. The... Um, crack. <laughs> crack will be in there, maybe. Uh, uh, for now, our race just seems to be uh, hanging out on the edge of the... Uh, uh, of, of the crevasse on the other side of the, the river. Thanks for uh, nothing! <laughs> <laughs> watching you uh there is a large uh intimidating sigil uh glyph carved into the uh the ent- the wall by the entrance to the uh, is there is the glyph this. any sort of writing or is it like a um, symbol isn't a glyph inherently well yeah but it could uh, i mean is so it for example i picked up that stone right let me read celestial mm-hmm. does it look any different to me now that i have that stone oh you know what? I will tell you, uh, yeah, you have advantage when you try and uh, decipher this with Arcana. Anyone else can do that, too. They may not have it. They're not going to I will advantage. put on the circlet, and then I will attempt this. Smart. Oh. I got a Arcana, 15 to Arcana. Let's see how I, I can six. do when I got that. Man, still not great. 16 is the best I got. Uh, you know what? Uh, you're, you're, it, it looks like, I'm going to say that this is... Uh, it's probably the celestial version of it, but it may be something that some of you are familiar with before. Uh, this seems to be a powerful glyph of warding. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Uh, QRs, do you want to explain what a glyph of warding is in your uh, Intelligence 19 voice? <laughs> well, a glyph of warding is a magical construction created in which one stores a spell in a mystical glyph that would then be triggered by some actions such as touching the glyph. This could be, in its most basic form, an explosion, for example, but it may also trigger other results depending on what spell they've used to create this particular glyph. But it can perhaps be deactivated with some successful knowledge of Arcana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. Very interesting. I agree. I wish we had thought of that before we came down here. <laughs> it's all right. We're close. We could still attempt it from here. I am not uh, good at Arcana. I feel like I want to start climbing back up the rope, but I won't. <laughs> I will, however, scooch back to the uh, edge of the... <laughs> I rolled a one, so I am not doing any sort of relation check on there, but it's not a zero. Because I'm just at zero. Yeah, my arcana check was like a six or seven, so I, I don't yeah. know what it is. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Does anyone have Tony, a good arcana? Do we have an idea of what this will... Can it be deactivated? Uh, let's see. Uh, 
you can use an arcana check to detect and disable magical traps like a glyph of warding. Okay. Can I attempt or someone else? I don't know. I mean, arcana is intelligence based, so. Yeah, I got a you six the fancy hat. with my hat on. Yeah, we're all we are Does rolling someone... so well. Yeah, yeah, we're mm-hmm. rolling. Terribly you could also them. you could potentially send one person in to trigger it. You could do a lot of that things. That sounds like a terrible idea. How about hey, what, what is Ray's doing? <laughs> send him. Do we want to do if someone takes the um the help action? I think that would give us advantage on attempting to mm-hmm. disable it. Yeah, I can do that. So if Lee wants to assist me, I will attempt an Arcana to disable it. Okay. Does that seem amenable, Dungeon Tony? Yeah, you can try. <laughs> okay. Uh, do I have any other ways to you boost this? You can do this? it. I'm trying to think if I have any other ways to boost this. Um, not without giving myself inspiration. Can you seems silly. give Bardic inspiration to yourself? Does that work for I th- I've only got one left. I feel like mm. holding on to it is probably a good idea. Honestly, QRS doesn't really care for his own music. <laughs> <laughs> It's that popular stuff. That's right. Mm. Here we go. 24. Yeah. Yeah. All right. QRS, you spend some time studying it while wearing Uh, your... Yes. Uh, um, Very clever. I see what they did here, but no matter. Circlet of intellect. You strum a few chords carefully on your bagpipe. (laughs) 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 Totally how they work. Um... And the circlet of uh, war- the uh, glyph of warding is no more. Uh, you think that you can success- safely pass through uh, this area without taking 5d8 necrotic damage. I have a question. Kiaris, uh, mm. do you think that glyph of warding was placed by a celestial creature or a devil? That Based is a its- fascinating question. And if we examine the etymology of the glyphs written in the symbol... I think we can find the answer. Can we? Just give me an intelligence check. Intelligence. You feel uh, fairly confident that it was devilish in nature. One from traces the, the root of the words used in the warding and to come from the demonic and devilish wardach, which is clearly... <laughs> Of course. From the angel origin. Was that in primordial? That was... It was a primordial pronunciation. You see, the transliteration uses the primordial glyphs in order to interpret the celestial... It's fascinating. He just reaches out and takes the circlet off. (laughs) Oh, my God. That thing's giving me a headache. So I know primordial. Could I read the glyph? I also know Primordial. I don't know. Uh, I was BSing my way through that. <laughs> I don't know. There is actually a whole thing with languages and how some of them use the writing, the scripts yeah. from other languages, but I don't remember enough of what that is. Okay. So Primordial is the language of, guess what? Primordials uh, and elementals. Um, okay. So it is uh, different. Um, it is different both from celestial and abyssal and apparently is somewhat related to the giant language. Oh, hey! Uh, but it, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is also then the dwarven languages based on that. Um, and we have already told you more about <laughs> fantasy linguistics of stuff that doesn't exist. 
<laughs> then probably you want to know. I mean, we, but you can Google it. We start. I think the the answer the answer is I don't think there is any connection okay. between primordial and celestial, other than they are things you, you don't see often day to day. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. All, All right. right. Shall we continue on? Yep. Let's. Yes. Do, 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 do. Hmm. All right. You are going to head into the crevasse here at the site of a celestial palace that has hurtled down from the heavens, cracked open, unleashing the devils locked inside of it. And you are going to go into this horrible crevasse that is bleeding black water polluted with necrotic energy. Yep, sounds like This is what we are doing. Yep. All right. Uh, It takes you less than an hour to climb down through the cracked and horrible tunnels. You haven't seen rays in a little while, uh, and eventually you arrive at what can only be described as a summoning chamber. Arcing columns of shimmering ice along the walls give this large chamber an almost organic feel, like ribs supporting the petrified chest cavity of some huge beast. A red glow shines off razor-sharp stalactites hanging from the ceiling, revealing six angelic creatures that have been impaled on ice spikes or nailed to the wall with shards of their own shattered palace. Their quicksilver blood flows down into the intricate patterns of a summoning circle scribed into the ice of the floor, Uh the liquid flaring blood red as it meets the circle's fiendish magic. A horrible purple-skinned figure with a beard of thick black tentacles kneels before the circle. It's not aware of you yet, but the terrible chanting that issues from its lips haunt your dreams. Skulking around the corners of this chamber are several other twisted fiends that do seem to be moving in your general direction. Oh boy. How's that? Mm. Wow. So you can see there are six angels or the bluish things that have basically set up around the circle. There's a horrible purple demon in the middle. There's three kind of slightly less intimidating demons skulking around the edges in yellow and red. As you look at this, uh, um, don't do that. Ah! Uh, you, <laughs> Earthquake! <laughs> no, it's going to get better. As you look at this, this horrible sight before you, you've probably seen nothing quite like this. It's almost like reality itself that you have this like feeling of pressure and you have it like you, you just, like you have to like blink it out of your mind, like the image of a giant. <laughs> Red, six-fingered hand, just kind of pushing against, like, like the edge of reality, trying to make its way into this plane. And then you, like, snap your head again, and it's gone. Several uh, lesser demons are skulking their way toward you. You said it was a Perhaps six-fingered you hand? Yeah, I did. Like mm, the statue. Looking, yeah. I don't know what you're, ta- I don't know what you're talking about, Dan. Um... Uh, are we you rolling initiative? Father. Is that what's happening? They are. It's up to you. <laughs> Can I just sure. go? Let's, let's. Can we go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a plan. Plan is a strong word that you people keep using. It worked. 
I feel like our plan to do the zipline thing worked exactly as we yeah. planned. I, this is a secret. Is the dungeon master just ridicules your plans? Regardless <laughs> of what it is. Regardless of what it Dan- is. Dan has figured out how. I mean, there's like, like I've got four tricks and I use them all <laughs> over and over again. You're like one PHP function. Ouch. <laughs> uh, let's see. Shuffle those cards. Like, they only uh, work if I use them randomly. <laughs> I have a question about the uh, patterns in the ice that all the, the, the blood is in. Mm-hmm. Do I think that there is something about the shape of that pattern that is very important to this? And if we melted part of the ice around there, that it might um, screw with what they're trying to do? I think there's probably a variety of things you could do when not in the heat of combat to, right. uh, you know, yeah. un, un, un sanctify and undo the bad things that are happening. Yeah, I was just thinking if just, you know, pure heat from fire or yeah. something would... Would Tire be breath. enough. I got an idea. I think they got, we'll at least delay this. Um, is everybody in the initiative order? I think so. Yes. Oh, no. All right. Let me just run through here. I see Q Waris at 22, Reed Coral at 20, Chomasa at 19. Wow, you all rolled really well. Mm-hmm. Lee at 18. Crack, the devil who seeks to open forth a passageway just to, you know, for his boss. Just he's got him for a promotion. Um, 16. Thamia also at sixteen. Thamia, what's your uh, uh, Dex modifier? My dex modifier is yeah. plus one. Crack goes before you, okay. uh, and at the very end is the demons uh, that seem to be serving. Or sorry, they're devils. Can't use those words interchangeably. Uh, that seem to be uh, serving Crack uh, and protecting him while he is uh, carrying out this strange ritual. Uh, these are specifically, I don't know how you pr- pronounce it, Lemures? They're French. <laughs> Lemures. Lemures. Ah, Lemures. Uh, <laughs> they are, I think, I think they're not nice. very high up in the, in, in the devil hierarchy. Um, they kind of look like a, uh, here, I should see. Do, do, do. Um, they look like somebody... Uh, was doing claymation and also a lot of acid. Um, <laughs> it's the only way to do claymation. Sounds like Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sunday night. Uh, Sunday on. day. Afternoon. Early evening on I mean, Sunday. Why, really, why constrain it by time? I know, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That is they a like, great description. Did they, did they all try out for the part of Clayface on Batman the Anime Series? Is that what happened? <laughs> and none of them made none it. None of them made it. Very sad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, there are three <laughs> devils uh, kind of blocking your path here. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. QRS, you are first. Uh, QRS utters a few words of a spell. And... Uh, that's going to cover, let's see here, I think about this distance or so. Um, and in that 20-foot uh, radius sphere centered on essentially the middle of the summoning circle, more or less, mm-hmm. uh, silence falls. 
You did this before. I know, and, <laughs> and it didn't it work. Worked. <laughs> well, last time was it, it worked poorly the first time because then that dude exploded. But right. this time, but it did end up being sphere. It ended up being an alternative secondary bonus because it yes. still covered where he was hiding. So exactly. So I'm, but I'm going to drop a sphere of silence right on top of where that demon is. Um, which mm-hmm. essentially covers, I think, because it's 20 foot in radius, pretty much that entire sigil. So, cool. yeah, uh, that was my action. All right. And, good action. Yeah. yeah, I'm hoping that helps maybe slow it down a little bit. And then um, I think that's going to be it for me this time. But we'll start with that. All right. Uh, the you cast silence on the ritual. The chamber is suddenly quiet as Crack is no longer. His mouth continues to move like he's starting. He's trying to chant, but there is no chanting echoing throughout the summoning chamber. His eyes flip open and lock on Qaris far across the chamber, uh, and he looks like he is uh, displeased at you, Qaris. Reed Coral, you're next. All right. So. Around the circle, there are a whole bunch of dead slash dying angelic creatures yeah. impaled. Now, I spent a lot of time outside the uh, the Crash Palace sending a whole bunch of, of celestial creatures onto the celestial mm-hmm. plane. So I've, I've got some practice with that. What yep. Do I think that that is a possibility here? And what would I need to do to make that happen? Or is this special think- because they're already part of a, a ritual? They are currently part of a ritual in which it seems like I think you could surmise that their life source is being used as fuel as part of some kind of summoning circle. Um, So though it's possible that you could try and take them out of that ritual, it's also possible that you could end up helping the ritual. Um, You could try. It would certainly be very challenging to do that in combat. Um, mm-hmm. and the results might be unexpected, but you can absolutely try. How like are, how tall are these spires that they're on? The uh, not super tall. Stalagmites. Yeah, not super tall. Wait, stalagmites, stalactites. <laughs> Which stalagmites are the mites are the from the ground? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to know, like they they could be might impaled. might stick out of the ground, but they don't. So like tights so they're impaled on the, the ground. Or they are impaled on the ceiling. Ground. (laughs) Okay. Some of them are on the ground. Some of them are just nailed to the side of the wall with a bunch of shards of crystal. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Um, uh, It's probably you could not physically get to any of them without getting past the three uh, lesser devils. Right. Well, I mean, uh, I could get to here, but then they could screw with me while I was trying to, uh, and I don't have a great armor class. And how. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So instead, I think instead i'm reaching into my knowledge of what i know about uh about devils Uh and uh wondering if i know anything about necrotic damage in terms of are they um immune or resistant to necrotic damage Uh and i don't know uh, is there a role for that or is that something i would know since i've like I think you would just know that uh, the only thing that tends to be resistant to necrotic damage is uh, the undead, and yeah. devils are not the undead. Okay. All right. Um, then I think I am just going to point at uh, at crack, and okay. you know my hand coming out of my my cloak, 
with my holy symbol and point down to him and say, today is your day. <gasps> it's my day. And roll a one. Oh, oh no. no. Oh. So I'm going to say that the spectral hand doesn't even appear. Oh, <laughs> so. no. But I look really intimidating doing it. It just uh, Didn't literally do nothing happens. Nope. All right. Cho Masa, what will you do? I am going to use a bonus action and mark. You put the hunter's mark on. Correct. Let's say, yeah. Put it. Okay. Yeah. No, let's put it on the devil sitting right in front of me. Okay. Because I can move it. So that until the spell ends, I can deal an extra D6 of damage to the target whenever I hit it with a weapon attack. Mm -hmm. And then I am going to take a step forward, which could be a bad decision. And But I have a magic sword for for now, and I am going to roll a 11. 11 hits this lesser demon, this Lemure. And that's seven points of damage. Uh, You cleave off one side of its horrible clay ooze-like body. It looks peeved. And that is all. All right. Lee. Hmm. Okay, I am just trying to figure out. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. So, I'm going to step forward just a little bit. Like, I don't want to get too terribly close. I'm going to reach into my pocket. I'm going to pull out. A wand of magic missiles. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh. you are. I am gonna aim it aim it at crack. You guys are just uh, uh you feel like the rose the rose thorn gets like a uh, like a an asterisk <laughs> rating for how much all all of his equipment was used today. Yep. <laughs> Good job, Rose Thorn. And um it has seven charges. I'm going to use all seven. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Smoke him if you got him. Wow, all right. So, I'm not sure. Okay. The wand has seven charges. While holding it, you can use the action to expend one or more of its charges to cast magic missile. For one charge, you cast the first level version of the spell. You can increase the spell slot level by one for each additional charge you expend. So, if I were doing... Would that be a seventh Seventh level? level? Yeah. Okay. So, then I need to come over here to magic missile. So you would get, it would normally be three, but you're casting it like an extra six level. So it's nine magic darts. Okay. And they're 1d4 each, right? Plus one. 1d4 plus one each. Yeah. Okay. So. 9d4. 9d4. That is a lot. 94. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, 94 plus nine. Correct? Yes. Yep. That made an amazing sound in D&D Beyond. Okay, so that is <laughs> 38 points of damage total. 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then it just, um, oh, I've got to roll a d20 to see if it gets. Yeah, it may crumble. Don't, don't get a one. Don't get a one. Don't get a one. Got an 18. Yeah. So I just All right. stow it back in my pocket. Nice. Yeah, it's no, no more good today. Crack, crack is pissed. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, that's not, that's not good for crack. Oh, darn. Wow. And you literally, <laughs> literally, you did not care what are his defenses. No. You did not ask me anything about no. it. You did not turn about fair save. play, Tony. He just turn about 38 fair freaking play. All right. All right. We can, we can roll with this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 do not apologize. apologize. <laughs> so that was amazing. <laughs> Lee, are you, are you done? I'm done. Yeah. You made Tony right. sad. That means we win. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. That's <laughs> not correlate those two quite. Yeah. picks up uh, next to him. He's got uh, th- this huge glaive, and the blade seems to kind of crackle with icy shadows. And Crack is just going to launch himself uh, past the Hemia and Kronos, and he just kind of leaps. Uh, he lands, I guess, right next to... He lands kind of between uh, Thamia and Lee. And, uh, Do they but get his target, uh, opportunity attacks, Chomasa? I don't think so. I think they, the, they I think to, the cavern's big enough. You have enough. to leave oh, their can... reach in order yeah. to get an opportunity attack. And, yeah. Oh, right. Well, he left yeah. Chomasa's reach, so... I think he did not enter Chomasa's reach. So, Krek, uh, as he, he... His mouth is just open, and there's basically... As soon as he passes through uh, the edge of the silence spell, we realize that he was roaring with a scream. <laughs> as he lands on the ground with a stomp between Thamia and Lee, and he is going to try and murder Lee. Hi, Lee, who has emptied a, <laughs> a, a wand of magic missiles into him. Lee, who has interrupted his uh, uh, his important summoning ritual, and he gives a nod to QRS. He's coming for you next. <laughs> All right. So, Lee, this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he is going to uh, use a glaive attack. He is using his shadow, his soul hewer glaive. Do you have a soul? I. I- Theoretically, I don't know. For that's, now. that's a really right. philosophical question. <laughs> yeah. For now, all right. Glaive attack. <sighs> that could have been better. Uh, 16 to hit. Nope, sorry. 15 to hit. Nope. All right. He slices through the air near you. Uh, you dodge out of the way. Uh, as you are dodging, uh, Crack has this thick, horrible kind of writhing blade of ten. Uh, sorry. He has a blade. He also has a thick, writhing beard of tentacles. And those the beard seems to kind of lash out at you, Lee, with these barbed tentacles. Okay. Uh, that is also 15 to hit, so I suspect still misses. Still misses, yeah. All right. Uh, you, the kind of snake-like tentacles kind of, like, slice in the direction of your face, but are unsuccessful. Crack looks furious that he is not hit. Uh, Thamia, you are next. I'm really appreciative that he came so close to me um, because... Really saved you a lot of trouble. Yeah, I didn't have to move. I just have to sit here, blow lucky dice. Come on, let's hit him with my hammer. Um, I rolled an 18 plus 5, so 23. No, 
Yeah, 23 to hit. Guessing that hits. It does hit. Uh, and I need to make sure I pick up the correct dice. I really need to get some more dice so that I can color code them. Yeah. yeah. So I don't have to yeah. count. More dice is always the right sides. answer. Sides. Mm-hmm. It's yes. true. All right. Uh, two plus three is five points. Five damage. Yes. And then... Uh, I will also tell you, unfortunately, you do five damage to Crack. You get the sense, I believe your weapons are not magical. Well, she did put I, uh, yeah. blood did on there with her own hands. Yes. You get the sense that your weapons are not as effective as they might be against other creatures okay. against this devil. Um, hypoth- Wait, is that... Hold on. Unarmed strikes are considered magical. So if I was to sheath my secondary axe... Mm-hmm. Um, or, to, or just drop it. Or, or just drop it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're just gonna you're just gonna try and punch crack instead well, of. Well, uh... so as a, I would like to um, empower my tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the this is the time. Yes. Uh, which it. Oh wait, no, I don't have to empower it necessarily to make this happen. Uh, while the tattoo is on my skin, your unarmed strikes are considered magical for the purpose of overcoming immunity and resistance to non-magical Indeed. attacks. Yeah, and so your hand axe is not, but your hand but is. But my hand is. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's um, all about hands. Right, it's hands all the way down. I think that's the title for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, except why can't I switch over to see what I need to roll? Or, I mean, clearly, okay. So plus six, or, well, plus, okay, I'm going to roll first and then add, do math later. Okay, so I ah. rolled an 11. Yeah. Plus six is 17, but I think, I wish there was a way, it's fine. Uh, Plus 17 hits. Yes. Okay. 17. And then damage, uh, it just says five damage. I don't roll anything. Really? For a punch? It's just five when you get hit by a For an arm strike, it says just five. All right. Crack is not looking good. He is staggering on his feet already. You have delivered a devastating attack here. And, you know, this is probably, well, I guess you've met Ray's, but only the second devil you've ever met. And clearly Crack is uh, more uh, martial and menacing than uh, than uh, than and Ray's. But, you know, emptying a wand of magic missiles and punching him with your magic fist is uh is not going well for him. Well, and you know, since I can I'm guessing that I could f- hear the anguish in his hit, I'd like to do an action surge and go ahead and do an additional action with my magic fist. Nice. Um, and do some more damage because I can. All right. Uh, I rolled an 11 plus 6 is <laughs> uh 17. 17. Yes. Hits? Okay. Uh so 5. You're just punching yeah, him again? I'm just punching him again. That is doing more damage than your sword. Yep. It's just punching the demon in the face. <laughs> Sorry. Pew, pew. Punching the devil in devil, his face. Yes. Yep. Thamia, you all set? Yes, that's it. All right. The lesser devils crowd around uh, Chomasa, sliding forward on their horrible clay pseudopods. They're all going to try and hit you. I rolled horribly. Yay! Um, Chomasa, <laughs> let me just check. This is academic, but uh, how do you feel about 
five versus your armor class. <laughs> five you is okay. About seven, seven versus still your armor okay. class. How do you feel about my highest number? Fourteen. Fourteen hits. <laughs> you will take four bludgeoning damage as one of their clay-like fists just pummels you in the ribs. Qwaris <laughs> Abard, you are next. The devil is on the ropes, but his minions are crowding around your friend Chomasa, the Dragonborn Ranger. Let's see if I can give her a little space. Qwaris deals his deck of cards. Throws a card over, like basically right next to sort of Thamia and these creatures, mm-hmm. and hopefully yep. we end up with. It is a seven of clubs. What does that mean, you ask? Well, let me tell you. A seven of clubs. Um, oh, this one's not on the list. I guess I realized it's not. They're not every card is represented, so let's just throw that one out. Oh. Let's try that again. Uh, three of diamonds. Also not a thing. I did this badly. Sorry, I didn't realize they all didn't use every card. Um, I'm just going to go to like out to one. That's actually a thing. Yay. Eight of diamonds. A knoll appears in this oh, spot. God. <laughs> How annoying. Uh, Tony. I don't I don't know what that means. It, oh, Erica. It growls and uh launches, you know, basically threatens menaces at them as a so We got a puppy. But it's still an illusion. It is, but they don't know that. All right. They don't know. <laughs> They'll that. have yeah. to make a check or at least attempt to find out otherwise. All uh, right. anybody Chamasa, you took some damage? Yeah, but only four points, so. Did anybody else take any damage? I'm good. Not yet, yeah. knock on wood. Yeah, let's... let's. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we're good. I'll hold... Save it for when crack hits. Then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, read Coral. All right. Uh, trying this again. Still staying in the same spot that I have been basically outside the cavern this whole time <laughs> looking in at crack whom i can still see from where i am i pull out my my magic symbol hand holding the hand holding the scales of justice mm-hmm. say holding hands <laughs> <laughs> kelimbor be praised kelimbor be with me and then i point at crack and say today is your day and crit Nice! (laughs) It is his day. Uh Yeah, it is. Or not. So, let's see. Chill touch. Eh, I didn't roll great on the damage. It's only six necrotic damage. There is it, so the skeletal hand appears, taps. It's, it's a regular hand. Sh- it's a spectral, like ghostly, ghostly hand. Sorry, mm-hmm. spectral hand. <laughs> a lot of hand, a lot of hand management in this game. <laughs> the spectral hand appears, uh, taps Crack on the shoulder. He turns from his his target of enmity Lee to see Reed Coral glaring down at him from the entrance to his summoning chamber, and the spectral hand kind of sweeps through him, and there is just a look of confusion on Crack's face. As he collapses to the floor, stone dead. The three Lemures who served him take this as an opportunity to just kind of turn into puddles and ooze away into the cracks <laughs> and the crevasse. Uh, Rise, or Raze, sorry. Raze is suddenly standing next to you, Reed Coral, and says, Very impressive. I'll be <laughs> yes. going now. 
Yes, it was. You Goodbye. weren't even you weren't even aware he was there. Um, I would like and, I, I would like to make a deception check to make it think look like uh, I knew he was there all along. That was only a seven, but I'm trying really hard to look tough. Mm-hmm. Ray says, "My work here is done." Uh, and there's a <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> there's a, non-work. There's right, a work of not circle. doing work is done. Yeah. There's a flaming circle as he steps in back into uh, through a portal into one of the the uh, hells red coral. You get kind of just out of the kind of corner of your eye, just a quick glimpse of a land made of fire and lava and suffering, and mm. probably try not to look too closely at it. <laughs> oh, it's Phoenix, uh, it's fascinating. Yeah, Phoenix, Arizona, um, <laughs> Cannon, um, and he is gone. Uh, you are time. now alone in a summoning circle chamber. Uh, there are six dying angels. Uh, uh, that you help pass on yes. to the next realm. You have through luck or unluckiness, amazingness, <laughs> defeated a devil, found yourself in a conflict between uh, <laughs> between heaven and hell, and managed to you know at least keep things uh, uh, on the smooth and narrow for now. And you know, good news: uh, uh, White Sparrow is not going to be uh, on the front porch of uh, of hell. <laughs> So that's something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have defeated Crack. His ritual is stopped. Uh, the angels are are laid to rest so they can return to whatever happens next to angels that die. That's kind of a above your prey gate uh, kind of kind of uh, situation. And uh, you know, there, though there is not any gold to be had here, you do feel good about the work that you have done. And hey, uh, Crack left behind his uh, plus one glaive called Soul Hewer. Perhaps one of you Ooh. wants to use that. Ooh, if not, nice. you could sell it to a spooky pawn shop. <laughs> I'm interested. You've done a good work here today, people, whether you set out to do it or not. Uh, you have meddled in the uh, the affairs of angels and demons and come out all alive, which is honestly a miracle. Barely even injured, um, in fact. So all that's left to do is thank my players for playing this mini adventure that was a little on the mini side. Uh, so uh, uh, first off, Erica Ensign, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I am excited about my new glaive. (laughs) (laughs) Annette Weirstra, thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm just really excited that I got to, you know, use all my fire resistance. Yeah, Yeah. that helped. Mm -hmm. Always bring a dragon to a demon fight, apparently. Yeah. (laughs) Aline Sims, always a pleasure. We didn't get to hear about your new slippers yet. I know. I have these cool (laughs) slippers. I can walk up walls. I can walk on the ceiling. No opportunity to use them. I did think about it. Celestial Adventure is not big on ceilings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kathy Campbell, thanks for being here. Thanks for letting Thamia, I guess, survive. Uh, yeah. For to go further on, and maybe sometime I'll actually get to use my tattoos as opposed to just That's allowing the magical hands to <laughs> kick butt. Yep. And last but not least, Dan Morin, thanks for being here. Huaris is uh, d- determines that this perhaps is a good time for him to retire to travel the country telling the glories of his friends and the town of White Sparrow to anyone who will listen to his wonderful songs. What tales. What tales to be told. <laughs> Listeners, thanks for listening. We'll be back with more Dungeons & Dragons Bye, sooner friends. rather than later. Bye. Bye.